What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is the Bud Man. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Welcome to the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, his co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ. And we are back. If you guys are on YouTube right now, you may have seen us try to start the show with Probably no audio since we didn't turn the switch on. But, uh, hey, we're back. Episode 221 tonight brought to you by our title sponsor, as always, a Cherbies USA. For decades, a Cherbies USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfect, look great, and last. The Cherbies has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherbiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Follow them on Instagram and let them know you're listening. Of course, Race Tech is also on board with us. We've got the Race Tech Privateer Spotlight tonight. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Race Tech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the USA. Race Tech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Fly Racing's on board with us as always. X brand goggles, the best goggles on the planet. Uh, you can hit me up, darksidemx3 at AOL.com, or go to your local dealer and ask for X brand distributed through WPS. Works Connection on board with us. Torque One Racing, our jerky, promo code MOTOXPOD21 to save there. I ate a bunch of that during the game this weekend. Uh, we may get into that. That was a that was a little bit of a heartbreak for me Sunday night. I don't want to hear it. Berm Lords <laughs> Graphics and Jersey ID for your graphics needs or your jersey printing, shock socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricant Oil Lines. Gave you some of that recently, Scotty. That's I just cool. uh, I did an oil change this weekend, rode on it, um, and it was, it was good to go. Yeah, that stuff's great. You can run that. It seems like you can run it forever, and it always looks the same. Promo code MOTOX at bloodlubricants.com. You got WP suspension and you're in the East Coast, you can hit up Power Band Racing. Let them know that we sent you. And True Fusion Sports, Derek Kelly's business, all on board. Again, this week, 221, we got a jam-packed show. Kevin Moranz is going to come on uh, for the Race Tech Privateer Spotlight. We're going to have Joseph Allen. You guys have been watching the races, obviously. You've seen Joseph. He works with uh, on Race Day Live. He does a floor, some of the floor uh, hype, the announcing. I don't exactly know what his title is. The kid, well, I'm going to tell you about him, What I, how I kind of first heard him and why I wanted to get him on. But he was also on America's Got Talent 2019. He's going to come on. Then Justin Starling is going to join us, part of Team Troy Dog. Julian Perrier, who owns Team PRMX, is going to come on. And amateur Brad West, he's an Aussie that Nick and Trent were bragging on while we were out there. As a matter of fact, we rode around in Brad's sprinter van all week because he loaned it to the guys. And he raced his first Supercross Futures this week, uh, this last weekend at A2. So, yeah, that's the show. A lot of stuff to get into. Probably going to keep them to about 20 minutes a piece. Yeah. Um, 
going on basically, well, no sleep. Yeah, I'm about to say, before we get started, I just want everybody to appreciate Dark Side. This dude's dedicated. Right. You better appreciate me. He, I, th- I think we talked. We were texting earlier, and I think you were. Uh, I said your dedication is inspiring, and I, th- I think you thought I was being sarcastic, but no. I was actually, I was actually being pretty genuine, dude. Like it, you, you are dedicated to this, and uh, you should get props. So everybody, shout out to Dark Side for uh, for sticking to it. Well, I mean, you did go to tool concerts. It's yeah. not like you were doing something. Well, like- you did say that. And, I mean, this is on me, but yeah, I just I. Went to see Tool last night, yeah. and you know anybody that knows that me knows I got to do the Pulp and X wrap up show yeah. on Wednesdays. So I listen live to Pulp Monday nights. That's the only way I usually yeah. have time to get it in. Uh, but the Tool concert ended ended right around midnight local time, which is when Pulp normally ends. But he went an hour even longer. Yeah. Uh, so in order to listen to the show by tomorrow night. I just didn't go to sleep because yeah. I had to listen to six hours of Pulp Max. There's no way I would have made it. I'd have, before, I had to go to work at 7 o'clock. Yeah. I literally, which, that's not even accurate, because I got home at one thirty in the morning. Yeah. And then I had six hours of yep. show to listen to, and I just went into work, like, later than I normally did. Right. Worked. Then I started pulling audio, then getting ready for the show. So, yeah, uh, that's just what I had to do. I couldn't miss another wrap-up show. I already missed A1. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Steve pays me to do these shows. So, so it's yeah. it's not like, he can, all right, just don't pay me this week. It's I'm already paid. So I got to get them in. Uh, yeah, so I had to knock that one out. I do want to say, man, you guys are watching on YouTube or not right now. It really is a big deal to us that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to learn. You know, I'm an old dude. I don't really know how all this social, all this stuff works, how all yeah. these a- algorithms work. But we need you to subscribe to our channel. We need you to share it. We need you to like these videos. All that, I guess, it puts your your channel, yeah. your videos higher up in the whatever the algorithm. Yeah, we are we are gaining traction on that yeah. because I was talking. You you know Spencer. I was talking to him the other night. I hadn't talked to him in a couple of weeks, and he said so. He's in his algorithm. He he watched the show that the last show we did. And he said it. He hadn't searched it. He hadn't really even been listening to Moto. Uh, podcast, but he said ours popped up in his what to watch oh, thing. Oh, good, good. So he's in there. Well, we, we're in there with the Joe Rogan and yeah. the, a lot well, of the I other ones. That. Well, he said that those are the ones that pop up usually okay. on that thing. So somehow yeah. we're trickling into that algorithm you. for his. Well, at least for his, because he yeah. probably does have some moto searches and stuff. But well, I'm trying to add the hashtags, and you're gonna you're starting to edit the videos, and we have to learn to put always like hashtag super crash, hashtag dirt bikes in the description in the title. Apparently all that matters. So we're working on that. We we just posted our second thumbnail for the. That's a big deal, like on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So we're working on that. Let us know what you think. But the likes and the subscriptions, that's a big deal. I also want to bring up Patreon. We talk about it every so often. We got a new uh, new Patreon as of today. It looks like Billy Dukes. Uh, at least it popped up. I swear he was already one, but it said he was new. So we got a new subscriber there. Um, I've been posting the audio for all the racer X interviews I do. Yeah. Like I do those in audio form, like a podcast or an interview. And then I just don't do anything with it. Cause I use that. I transcribe it for my, my articles. Right. Well, I've been posting the full interviews, which are usually at 45 minutes to an hour on our Patreon, just for those guys they are kind of unedited. They're a little bit raw. They're all over the place, but it's cool information. Um, I think the Patreon guys like it. So if you want to join our Patreon, you know, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, Hell, 100 bucks a month, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, we sure. love that. Whatever you want to do to support the show, 
and we're trying to give you some stuff, and we'll we do some giveaways on there and whatnot. So yeah, Patreon.com. And, and I do I did uh, invest into a little microphone for my thing. For so phone? yeah, so maybe uh, we might start getting some extra little extra little stuff to do. And, and yeah. basically, it's for this weekend to get interviews. I'm I'm right, pumped Glendale, about that. Yeah, it's coming yeah. up a couple of days. Uh, let's see, a little more housekeeping. We got a winner for our Aaron Plessinger autographed toy. I don't know what camera's on right now. Uh, here you go. Uh, but our winner for the, the email contest was Dylan. Man, I hope I say this right. Meisner. Uh, I will email you, but I need your shipping information. So I appreciate you guys. We had a bunch of entries for that. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at my notes. What we want to talk about. Dude, you play fantasy? I can't remember. No, because I, I would, I would, but like I said, I, I work Saturdays. So yeah, like, that's stupid. Yeah, I'm yeah making a feeding feeding myself and having a yeah, house stupid. over my head is retarded. It's dumb. Well, it's yeah. dumb if you have to work on Saturdays. But, but yeah, I guess. Anyway, anyway, so no I, it, it doesn't work with my schedule to do it. So I would if you don't I have to watch the race live to play fantasy. No, I know, but it's when I when I'm getting ready to go to because I I like I eat my lunch and do like take a little nap and all that stuff before I go to work. Yeah. So that all starts at like one thirty two o'clock, right Man, when qualifying, right, yeah, right when qualifying starts. So I sucks. I literally, if I did it, I would do it blind, and uh, I don't. It might work, but. Be better. It might work, but also, I don't know. It, it feels like it takes the fun out of it. So yeah, I, I can see I, that. Well, yeah. I had a rough week again. Uh had March Banks and Justin Starling yeah, coming on the show I a little thought, bit. I really thought March Banks was going to make it in. Well, yeah, who didn't? Yeah. Oh, I mean, He's even, even after weekend, he like after even he got put in the back, I really thought oh, he was going to catch those guys. Getter. He's going to be killer this weekend because he's going to have a bigger handicap. Uh, but yeah, so we got, we're going to talk a little bit about A2 here in a second. We've got about 10 minutes before the first guest. I'm looking at everything. Also... If you guys download the show through iTunes, comments, that's another big thing. Like the show on iTunes and leave a, a, a review. That's pretty big, I guess. It, it all, all stuff we're trying to figure out and learn. Uh, trying to, I'm trying to push some of this responsibility or whatever off on Scotty to help out. And TJ's going to start working on some stuff, too. So when he's not here, he's going to start doing the thumbnails, I think, if he can figure it out. Anyway, uh, none of that really is that big of a deal. A2, you know, before we, we may talk about A2 at the end. Tool. Okay. Okay. I want to get into this for those that like music, and I my my Facebook, which I don't do a lot on Facebook, but I posted last night halfway through this concert. I put on there, if you're in a band, if you're currently a musician in a band, or you're thinking about starting a band, or you're thinking about going to a concert, and none of those three things are tool, don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay. Greatest concert I have ever seen. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. It was like I, I, when I when oh I saw when I went and saw Guns N' Roses, I watched half of it like 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 our yeah. thumbnail, like just like ah, yeah. mind blown. Like so, but, I know what you see, mean. Okay, Axel doesn't sound good anymore though. The band he did. Great. I, I know that sounds crazy. This was when they first came back. It was the okay. It was the biggest concert that they had done, and they're not in this lifetime back when tour. Slash and Duff first, came yeah, back. it was yeah. it was like 2015. Right. It was like their fourth or fifth show. His he was hit that one night. His voice was hot. I love guns. I love guns. Okay. I mean, I love Iron Maiden. Like, I'm going to Iron Maiden in September. That would be cool, but too. But I, I feel like even Iron Maiden should just quit. Well, dude, they're it, huge in the rest of the world. Well, like, in well, India, like, they, they can sell out, like... Oh, they're huge here. They'll sell out. Yeah, I know, but do, I mean, but, they're, they're big yeah, overseas. But Tool, like, their, their production, uh, okay, th- their this playing, is, Maynard's voice... Okay, Dan, you're kind Dan, of doing a little... This is, this is how I want, this is how I want you to... How do I want to ask this question? So obviously, tools like one of your favorite bands, and you like you've yeah. already you're already in the mindset that this is the greatest concert you've ever been to. Unbiasedly, 
tell it what makes it so much superior than well, the other I, I was working on it. I know that's interrupted. I, I know, but like <laughs> now in that context, second to none, like lights and lasers and all that. But the sound quality was amazing. Danny Carey might be the greatest drummer alive. Like he's in, the, the band is inhuman. I was texting with Mertz, Lucas Myrtle, because he's a massive Tool fan. He went and saw him in San Diego and L.A. a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, my God, mind blown. Like, he's seen him a bunch of times. He goes, yeah, dude, like, they're aliens. They're, they're, there's no, it's just not comprehensible how they play. Yeah. And, and like, there was no, the, the monitors weren't on, the big screen. Like, you, you it, the one thing I did learn is I'm going to have to splurge on tickets. One of the reasons I've never gone to see them is ticket prices for concerts in general are really expensive. Yeah. Lower level were like six fifty, floor were like fifteen hundred and up. Jeez. And I just can't do that. But like I don't think I could go again and not do that. Because it was really hard to see from the upper deck. Well, they don't down. they don't put it on the screen. That's what I'm telling you. They're, they didn't have the screens on. Like you get what you pay for. Their their, their backdrop yeah. was all like stuff going on, like all this I think the guitar player does all their like uh he he does these uh like what do you call it, stop animation, like claymation yeah. type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does all, all their stuff in the background. I'm pretty sure their guitar player does. Like it's all and it's all on the screen. They had this netting up around the stage, almost like you would have before a concert where you can't see the stage, yeah. but you could see through it. So when the lights came on, the the background projection was also shown on this yeah. netting. But it was musically, it was just I don't know. They're just I don't know how to put it into words because it was so hard to comprehend how good it was. So people are people are. I had this thought too, and people are saying, uh, "Is is is your drummer better than Neil Peart?" Yes, I, I mean Neil Peart's great. Look, go on YouTube and just search Danny Carey, and you'll see hundreds of these videos. There's one in particular he just recently did, like last year for their song Numa. It's a drum cam, and all these, um, well, lots of people, musicians and drum teachers and people who have like degrees in music are yeah. trying to break down what he's doing, the different tempos and the way he's playing. Like, I don't understand music, so I can't even re- explain he, it, but they're like, yeah, I don't know. Like there's drum teachers going, I don't know what he's doing. I don't yeah. know how he's doing what he's doing. I don't really understand it. That's crazy. And, and, Cause I, I know, I know a little bit about music and I know that a lot of like your really talented drummers, the, the really sophisticated bands will, They'll they'll play on like a uh, it's called the playing on the backbeat. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff he does. Yeah, but, but he sounds like he's kind of taken like that to another level. So, so. like they a lot of a lot of drummers I, I've heard drummers say that like they don't like Danny because he's sort of self indulgent. He's so good and he does so much stuff that's so crazy and he does it all the time. Yeah, like I was listening to a Rogan I think it, maybe it was Eddie Trunk or a Rogan podcast and one of the guys from Tool was in there and they were talking about the song Tempest. And he's playing these like some kind of rhythms, polyrhythms or something, where he's playing four separate rhythms, one with each hand, yeah. one with each foot, and and the song Tempest is spelled with a seven instead of a T, yeah. and it's something to do with the the timings, time signatures, and he's doing these different rhythms seven times each and changing them out, and none of it's looped; it's all one take type That's stuff. That's crazy. Um, and then if like we don't have a whole lot of time, the song uh, Lateralis is based off the Fibonacci sequence. It's a it's a mathematical equation yeah. that basically supposedly is seen in science and in creation, and it, it creates, when graphed, a perfect spiral. Right. And, so, and the Fibonacci sequence is something like 0, 1, 3, yeah. 5, I, I've 8. I've heard of it. Anyway, and the way they wrote this song is 
all these different parts of the song happen on those time signatures. Yeah. Like even at one point Maynard, when he's singing the consonants in his words are done in the Fibonacci sequence. So he t- mapped out the consonants of a word to be one, three. So when he's singing, it's like, duh, 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 yeah. duh, 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 Somehow I don't even like, I can't understand it because I just yeah. don't understand music, but it's like they're, they're geniuses in anyway. Maybe we'll try to get into more of that at the end if we have time, if I don't fall asleep. And we'll try <laughs> to talk about A2, but we've got to get, well, we got five minutes. So we're still on that subject a little bit. We'll stick on Tool for a minute. I don't okay. know. Are there more questions on from YouTube? Uh, it, so someone just kind of just agreeing with you. They said that uh, that the pneumonia video is awesome. Numa. Numa. Okay. I Numa. It. Okay. I didn't know if he spelled pneumonia wrong. or. Well, he, he probably, it looks like pneumonia. Numa. Okay. But it's called, the song's Numa. Numa. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's unreal on YouTube, but... Um, I got a little bit of video. There was a real strict no camera policy, and I, I literally watched them escort people out. Yeah. But I was so high up, and I was sort of against the concrete wall of the steps that go yeah. down to the floor. Or not the floor, but the the out, the the ring around the stadium or whatever, whatever that the concourse. Yeah. I kind of leaned up against it, and I covered the screen with my hand so the people behind me weren't <laughs> bothered by the light. Yeah. And I just randomly tried to record. Went back and watched some of it today, and like I drifted up, so I'm yeah. like I'm getting like the lights yeah. instead of the band. It's hard to do something like well, that. Well, yeah, if you're not looking, but I don't know, dude. It just it blew my mind. Wait, like, who, did you go by yourself? I did because again, never been able to really afford tickets for Tool. Yeah, so much. And when they went on sale, it was a time period when I was single, when Amber and I had separated, and I was like, I'm going. Yeah, I can only afford one ticket. I'm going. I don't give a crap. So I bought one ticket. Um, like I said, I will take out a loan the next tour if I have to, to get lower level. I just, I want to see them where I can see them. Yeah. Uh, Cause like you, I, you really couldn't make out their, their faces or their, yeah. their, their reactions. In the, How in many that. people was, is it packed out? Yeah, it was sold out. I don't know what it holds with a concert, but it was yeah. sold out. Yeah. It sold like, out. You like wherever you couldn't see an empty seat. No, I didn't see any of the empty seats. That's no, crazy. None. Other than the ones that were roped off because they were like behind the stage basically. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am looking for a Iron Maiden, but I just, you know, people sit, talk about like those, uh, like a religious or a spiritual uh, experience or something through music, and that's what that was. So anyway, um, yeah, man, I'm glad. Yeah, uh, sounds I, like I, it was I, worth it. A lot of people don't care about any of this. We're about to get into moto stuff. I'm sorry, but no, no, that's but cool, man. I, I love music. Tool is at the. I don't have a favorite band because there's two bands that are kind of, I've said this on here before, that are my top bands and yeah. they're very different. Depends on my mood. Tool and the 80s band, Great White, which is more of a like a bluesy rock band. And I've seen Great White many, many times. I've been up against the stage and that was the best time I've ever had a concert because I love that band so much. Yeah. But Tool destroyed absolutely destroyed that well yeah like i can't even put great white in my top that, they're not two bands anymore yeah but because of how good tool is live yeah now, previously i would have said eagles was my best concert musically emotionally seeing those guys that's kind of funny i don't see you as an eagles well, guy uh, the eagles are great they're great music listening the one i went to was the history of the of the eagles tour so oh, okay glenn fry and Don Henley came out to begin with because yeah. they started the band. Right. And they told stories about, well, we got together. We first played backup with Linda Ronstadt. And while we were on tour, we wrote this song. And the two guys played acoustic guitars and sang the song. And they would talk about the history. And then they'd be like, and then we met so-and-so, whichever the next band member was. And then he would come out and they would play songs. 
And like emotionally, that was like whole, like the history of this band and everything they'd been through. And that was really awesome. But Tool destroyed it. <laughs> just, <laughs> there is nothing else but Tool. I just, I, I, I wish I could put into words. It's 6.59. We need to get Kevin Moran's on. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entertown. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then if you're looking for top quality hard parts you need to visit torque one racing torque one racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the moto x pod show find the flow with torque one racing handlebars levers shifters brake pedals and grips torque one racing is the title sponsor of the moto x pod show so support those who support us visit torqueoneracing.com and order your defy lock on grips today all right first up tonight for our Racetech Privateer Spotlight, brought to you by Racetech, obviously, world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us Privateer Kevin Morans. What is up, dude? Oh, how's it going? Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, man. I, you reached out to me and like that. I feel like big time now, man. We have big time riders reaching out to us. You know, it's it's been a little while since we've talked to you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I mean, the biggest thing for me is just uh, getting on any kind of platform I can to uh, kind of speak about my program and what I got going on. So I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So you were doing a Hoosier Arena Cross for a little bit and, you know, now you're doing some Supercross stuff. Just talk about what's been going on in 22 and what your program is. Yeah, so more or less just started out the Hoosier Arena Cross stuff uh, before the new year, uh, just kind of getting in to the flow of racing, gate drops, um, intensity, more or less. Yeah. Uh, so the Hoosier Arena Cross is a great way to start. Uh, and then obviously into Supercross, uh, deciding to go 450 this year instead of the 250 to 450 like I did last year. Um, that was mainly out of a uh, not having a motor builder at the time and it being tough to travel with two two fifties, two four fifties, different suspension, all that stuff as a privateer and one van. So kind of came 
to the conclusion that 450 is just the best way to go just because one it's cheaper it's easier to be on a competitive as competitive bike in the 450 class because you can run pretty much a stock bike and still be competitive clearly um and then last year i got a lot more attention in the 450 class when i came into it and obviously i only raced five races and made three mains yeah so um it's a little bit different starting out the season in the 450 <laughs> class obviously everybody's healthy and it's freaking stacked so um just just a decision that i felt like was the best way to go because then it allows me to drop down to either 250 coast for a fill-in ride or take a fill-in ride in the 40 class to an extent so it kind of left my all my options open so that's kind of why i decided to go this route so it's been good though um obviously we absolutely ate it at round one i don't know if you guys had any seen any of that but i got thrown over the face of a triple oh Um, i missed that i was there but i missed it yeah yeah, so I got thrown over the face of the triple at round one, um, and that kind of ended my night more or less. I tried going out for the LCQ, but there was just no way. My bars were all mangled. And okay. My shoulder wasn't feeling it super great, so I haven't been able to ride until today, literally. I have not been able to ride since the season started besides racing just because I've been rehabbing the shoulder and everything. So today was the first day on the bike, which is good. Um, and then other than that, just getting creative with our program. Got uh, the YouTube popping off thanks to Clutch Media. Uh, he's, uh, he's jumping on board to help us with the blogs and then the whole Patreon thing's been going good too. Good way for fans to jump on board and, uh, support the privateer program. So it's, yeah, it's going good. That's nice. We were just talking about that for our show. So yeah, that's great. Uh, go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of, uh, we were already talking about kind of something I wanted to ask is, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, you made that, you, you said your reasons for make, choosing the 450 over the 250 at the beginning of the season. Now seeing that that 250 class has kind of gotten a little more depleted than maybe expected and seeing there's a lot of guys that are getting in higher positions than maybe they had expected. Do you, did that, does, does that kind of fill you up a little bit of like, man, I kind of wish I would have, or are you still happy oh, with the challenge of the 450? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like looking at the field and it, I mean, it's like the first coast was last year. Like hundred percent. I wish I was in the 250 class right now. <laughs> right. Main event dude every weekend probably, but I mean, it is what it is. I made my decision and I kind of stick behind my position, uh, uh, decision. So yeah, you could have, would have, should have, uh, I just didn't have things, uh, fall into place to make the 250 possible for me this year uh at least as of right now and to start off and i knew i didn't want to come in and you know be on a privateer 250 at the very get-go because then that takes me out of you know possibly getting any kind of fill and ride for for 250s regardless and then i couldn't do the other coast so yeah i knew this was going to be definitely the tougher route but i'm not scared of it because it's been pretty cool obviously last year i was kind of in the the spotlight with the 250 class and then obviously going 450 um got a little bit of love just because i swapped classes so to do full-on 450 and still keeping myself within the spotlight, i would have to say is has been pretty cool with my starts with my you know jumping out front and qualifying usually always on race day live they talk about everything i had going on yeah and obviously this past weekend you know, leading laps in the LCQ, we're making progress slowly, but surely making progress. So I'm not scared of my decision and I stick behind it 100%. Yeah. You talked about that 450 class being so stacked. I mean, there's, there are a lot of good 450 riders not making it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, like if you think about it, like looking back at the LCQ, I just performed in because I've been a a little bit under the weather too. So I've been struggling with just like keeping a full LCQ together, like hit a little bit of a wall and made Yeah didn't like fall off but it was making got tired enough to the point where i was making stupid mistakes that you can't afford with the people that you have behind you so uh it's lucky that i actually am getting seat time now so i'm starting to get over that starting to feel better shoulders feeling better immune system everything body's feeling better so 
it's coming around. But yeah, I mean, like that last LCQ, like you have Chiz. <laughs> I mean, Chiz is going to Chiz. Of course. You got yep. Alex Martin, who's a podium 250 guy. You have yeah. Josh Hill, who's won a 450 Supercross. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And then you have Justin Bogle taking the last transfer spot. Yeah. He's a 250 champion. Yeah. It kept, yeah, I, it's pretty I, wild. I had yeah. Starling in fantasy. I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. Because I actually had, I actually had Chiz, Amart, and Starling. So they were all in the LCQ. LCQ. Oh, like, man. Yeah, this is not going to go well for me tonight. It just is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I, think making, I think making the main in the 450 class is probably going to be more impressive than a, a top 15 or maybe even top 10 in the Lights class. Oh, so, yeah. Because well, like, yeah, that's kind of so the way I look right at now. it. Yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it too. Like I literally, I had three top tens last year. I had a seventh place, and nobody gave any like nobody cared because like like you said, like things got a little bit light, got a little bit thin, and then obviously I was getting third, fourth places in heat races, and nobody even said good job to me, kind of deal. So, but I got a lot of attention when I jumped into the four fifty class and immediately made main events. So like that's just where not only is it easier for privateer at this point, but the biggest thing I wanted to do was keep my options open to drop to either 250 coast if a factory fill-in ride was an opportunity and then obviously being on a 450 it's it's a little bit easier to be competitive but like you said it's a stacked field right now yeah so, well when we, get, of it. When we get done here I'm gonna text you because I know there there is a uh there's a a privateer team looking for somebody for east coast I got asked about it two nights ago so I'll send you a text when we're done Alrighty, but, uh, good. Yeah, what about these tracks though, man? There's been a lot of talk about like the whoops. Like A one is usually like, all right, let's let's kind of work these guys in the back into racing. But there has been no uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness? No, <laughs> not at all, dude. Yeah. I've actually been pretty, like I've talked to like Mitchell Harrison and a couple other guys yeah. about it too. It's like like I was even um, watching the the amateurs ride at this weekend's race and like Vince Breezy walked past me and he's just like, man, they're just not giving us any love on these whoops, huh? And I'm like, no dude. No. <laughs> so like if, if all the top guys are kind of in the same boat of that, they've been pretty gnarly, then clearly they're pretty gnarly. So yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it is what it is, but everybody's got to ride it, but yeah, it's not super fun, especially when you're dealing with shoulder injuries. Oh no, dude. No. Yeah. Look at AC. Right. Cause yeah, it was killing him too. So yeah, I, I, I watched like race day live and you're watching like the C group or the B group and you're like, wow, they look like me trying to ride. Like, it's, yeah, dude. It's, like I was watching the amateurs ride and like, obviously like, oh, they yeah. got the top three that yeah, can ride or D. everybody else just looked lost. Yeah. I know it, it blows my mind because if those, any of those guys were just like at a, like a local ride day with any of us, we'd be like, Oh my God, they're going so fast. Oh, yeah. And then you see them out there and it's just like struggle bus. It's like, it, it just really gives you perspective on how crazy you guys are, dude. It's nice. Yes. Yeah. So talk about your uh, – you go to, guys can go to KevinMorans.com and check out uh, his – everything he's got going on. But you've got some special po- uh, sponsor packages you've been doing this year. A lot of yeah. privateers have been doing this, and talk about it. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of cool to kind of see that I'm starting something, I guess, that people are trying to copy to an extent. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the biggest thing is just – so kind of about a little bit of background on me, I guess is so like I did the whole public school route. didn't get ripped out of school to train like a lot of the kids in our industry right now. Um, so graduated high school, the 4.13 GPA. Uh, and that's nice. when I started taking my racing serious. Uh, so I went ahead and did two years of online college while starting my professional career, graduated with an associates. And then from there just had to get really creative to fund my own program. Like, um, my parents, neither of them like own their own business or anything like that. Um, just pretty normal family from Kansas. And, you know, they sacrificed more than I can even fathom to get me through my amateur career. But as soon as I went pro and obviously, you know, how 
much traveling and expense that costs. They kind of looked at me and like, you know, like, okay, like if you want to do this, like we're getting ready to start helping your older brother go to college. And like, <laughs> there's just no way that we're going to be able to afford this. So yeah. it required me to get very creative very quickly. So it helps that I can, uh, talk pretty well. I can, you know, make a conversation. Uh, I do think that like my, uh, social skills that I've received from like high school and just doing more of a normal route has helped. Um, but yeah, I just had to get creative because it, it's either I fund my own racing or I don't go racing. So the whole Patreon idea is obviously a really cool way for fans to get involved. So like you said, uh, two ways to find it is kevinrands.com, hit the join Rands racing tab. I'm actually getting ready to do a whole bunch of editing to all that stuff. But uh, it's really easy to find, just kevinrands.com or just go to my Instagram page and hit the link in my bio and you can join the Rands Mafia because that's kind of what we got it named this year is Rands Mafia just to give it a little bit of a fun name. I like it. But uh, you can hop on there and you can join it. You know, any level gets you straight into behind the scenes content on Rands Racing on Instagram. So anybody who joins in, no matter the level, immediately gets entered for the behind the scenes content that you see during the races because obviously Seder with Clutch Media uh, is taking that over on race night. So you see extra stories behind the scenes stuff uh, on top of like all the crazy videos that I, I kind of teaser out on my public page. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, I'll say, that. Oh, go here for more. Um, you get to see all the cool gnarly stuff. Yeah. I so, got kind of mad at you one day. Like, there was a video <laughs> on Instagram that popped up and like, and then it just like quit ended. I was like, what the hell dude? Yeah. 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 I guess I gotta go. I got, I need to go support. That's the way it goes. Yeah, that, exactly. That's yeah. what they, uh, it's smart. Josh Hill got me to watch one of his videos cause it had the, had him falling out of the sky oh, at a skate yeah, park, yeah. and it was I like, "Oh, that. Josh!" And yeah. then he like cut, and I'm like, "Damn, I got to go watch yeah. that video." Yeah, like, yeah. It's pretty smart. I like it. So it's, yeah, it's getting creative with that, and then so like anybody who joins uh, at the intermediate tier and above gets entries for um, we have a signed Oakley Airbrake goggle giveaway every single round that we do. We have a signed Cherubis front number plate giveaway every single round that we do. Thanks to Bike Graphics as well for that. Uh, so we're give those those two things away every single round as long as you're a patron at the intermediate tier and above. And then you get X amount of entries to each level that stack up month after month because we're also giving away a race bike replica YCF pit bike to one of the patrons at the end of the season. So if you jump on the intermediate level, it gets you one uh, entry per month, obviously super cross five months. So when we go to to give that pit bike away, you're going to get five entries to win that pit bike. And then obviously as you go up tiers, you can get your name on my race bike, on my fender, on my fork tubes. Yeah. And the higher levels get you more entries for the weekly giveaways, the goggles of the number plate, and also gets you more giveaways for the pit bike. So it's a really cool program um, that gets people on board to help support a creative privateer who's doing a lot of really, I think, pretty cool things, but also gets you legitimate benefits, cool giveaways. Uh, and obviously the pit bike giveaway, extra content. There's a lot of things that go into it that make it pretty cool for somebody to just help a, a privateer out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our listeners, you know, we know Mathis and Pulp, they do so much for privateers. So I think most of our listeners really appreciate what you guys do and try to yeah. reach out and support, you know. And that's, yeah, that's really cool because I, I need a pit bike. So I'm going to have to join the intermediate level. <laughs> Dude, j- jump on board. Yeah, 100%. Definitely, definitely, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that when we get done tonight because uh, I'm looking for a pit bike. But that's, I like that, man. I think it's great. And yeah, I mean, it's cool. It gives fans, you know, if they're kind of like, well, I, you know, I want to help out, a little extra motivation. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's really smart because 
it's it's pretty apparent. It's not a secret that there's not a lot of outside money coming into no. this sport. No. So to see yeah. you to see you find a way to generate sponsorship and revenue that way in an organic way that's good for the fans too. I, I think yeah. that's incredibly smart and and very good foresight, man. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. It's just it's a lot of playing and just kind of figuring things out and then getting to the point where like my biggest thing was is like I had you know a good amount of or I have a few local people that just want to help out more or less they don't necessarily have a company which i do have a whole another side of the patreon for sponsors like logos on jerseys bikes stuff like that so if you just go to kevinrands.com hit join join rands racing as well you can find ways to join as a sponsor to actually get like marketing benefits but the cool idea with the whole fan level patreon is just finding people that don't necessarily have a business don't really care about marketing anything but have a little bit extra cash whether it's five dollars a month twenty dollars a month hundred dollars a month to put towards a privateer that's doing some cool stuff with yeah. it um, is pretty creative. Cause like, obviously we use all those expenses to help cover like flights, hotels, entry fees, parts, you know, fuel. And then obviously we have Stater on board, AKA clutch media, who's grinding on our vlogs every single weekend. So, you know, all the Patreon stuff goes back into supporting all of our expenses and then keeping Seder a part of the program too. Cause uh, without Seder, the vlogs don't happen. Yeah. That's a big deal these days, man. We're, we're literally, we were just talking about all that. We're trying to get our YouTube stuff going bigger. And we, when I get to go to a race, I try to do a vlog. So I understand yeah, how important that is, man. It's, it's really bitching to see you doing this stuff. Um, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, well, Scotty and I both will be at Glendale this weekend. We're definitely going to search you out. We'll, uh, We'll get a little – get some content for our vlog. We'll do an interview with you Friday. Or, I assume you'll be there Friday. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we'll come find you, man, and uh, we got to get you in the main this week. Yeah, that's no joke, man. <laughs> I mean, Triple Crown's going to be intense. Your boy's never been the best qualifier, <laughs> but, you know, he's got good starts. Yeah. So if we don't end up inside that top 18, we go to the LCQ, just grab another start and stay out front this time instead of uh, throwing it away. Yeah, let's do it, man. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you coming on. You got one more? Story? Yeah, I was that, okay, that kind of. I had a different question, but that yeah. one actually led to me to a better question. Um, so, being the triple crown and those guys, you guys that are like fighting for like that last kind of LCQ spot, like, do you? Yeah. What's the buzz around like that kind of group? Is there a lot of guys like, man, do I even really want to? Is it really even worth the trip, or do you like? Are all of y'all still like fully committed and going? Uh, I mean, I'm fully committed and going. I'm, I've been that close. I know I'm obviously a good starter. So, like, dude, the, the opportunity is there for me to take it. So, I can't shy away from that. I know that there's probably a solid amount of people that aren't within that group of, like, 10 that could be a, a you know, main event, maybe not, maybe no. You right. know, like, that, that close group that would probably be skeptical. But um, for me, it's all about since the a1 crash i have not been able to ride so like i've been kind of right racing myself back into shape to an extent and then now i'm finally able to kind of get on the bike during the week like the biggest thing for me is just to keep riding whether things go great or things don't go great more experience more seat time i need to be racing so yeah it definitely doesn't scare me awesome well kevin we're gonna let you go man appreciate you coming on tonight and we will see you this weekend and if you guys are, you know, want to help out, support a privateer, KevinMorans.com. Get that Patreon stuff going. Join on. Yeah, son, I appreciate it. We're dropping a new vlog uh, here soon as well from this past weekend at A2. So, Kevin Morans on YouTube. Check it out. Appreciate you guys. All right, Kevin. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. All right, see you, bud. All right, that's Kevin Morans. Let's take a commercial break, and we got to get Joseph Allen on. 
We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff Emig, all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom-painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one-of-a-kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at at extremecolors, that's X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X-Pod show sent you, as always. All right, we are back. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. Next up... Brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles have grown into one of the top goggle companies for top privateers like Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, Ryan Brees, as well as many of the GNCC guys like Craig DeLong. Choose X-Brand with multiple lines to choose from, such as the EKSS, the GOX Flat Out, and the all-new Lucid with the Wave Latch quick-release lens system. You are sure to find a goggle for you at your price range there, Scotty. So, yeah, go hit you, hit you, hit it. Boy, I'm getting tongue-tied. Oof, not good. Hit me up, darksidemx3 at AOL.com, or go to your local dealer and ask for X-Brand distributed through WPS. Tonight, X-Brand Goggles brings us the guy they call Mr. Supercross from Feld, and he's also 2019 America's Got Talent contestant, Mr. Joseph Allen. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? Not a lot, man. So listen, I talked to you a little <laughs> bit yesterday. Uh, going into A1, I'll be honest, I didn't know who Joseph Allen was. I, I, I think I told you... <laughs> I, I listened or I watched America's Got Talent a few years ago when Howard Stern was on because I'm a big Stern. And then I, I kind of bailed on it. It's a good show, but I just I just kind of quit watching. But yeah. here I go. I go to A1, and I'm sitting up in the press box, and I'm up there with, like, Mathis and Jason Wygant. And I hear this voice, dude, coming over the PA that is more excited <laughs> about the racing and, the, the, and the, 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 the event than I have heard in a long time. And I'm like, who is that guy? And I'm, look, I'm looking at the monitor, and I'm like, I don't know who this dude is. And I had to, yeah, I got home, and I researched you, and I was like, okay, this is cool, man. Like, I, but 
Joseph, dude, what is I, I know you wrote a little bit. I know you we're from Texas. We're in East Texas. I think you grew up nice. in Texas. Like give us your background in this sport. Yeah, man. I uh I raced amateur for about ten years. Um, I saw the sport on TV and immediately I, I told my dad, I was like, dude, I'm a supercross racer. You know, none of us none of us knew like really like how the sport worked or anything. So at nine years old, I kid you not, I started a lawnmower company called Joe's Mows. And I was just going around cutting grass, you know, trying to trying to like fund yeah. a, a career of racing dirt bikes. Dude, my first bike was a was a Honda trail bike. I didn't know there was a difference between the bikes with kickstands on the side sure, and the bikes sure. that like you raced with. And the first time I went to track, I was nine years old. My dad helped me buy a bike. First time I go to the track, all I had was a helmet, uh, a long sleeve shirt, some blue jeans, and some sneakers. And I went, <laughs> I went out there, man. Uh, and, so and that's riding. when I realized, right, exactly. And I saw, I saw people had goggles and stuff like that. So <laughs> the next time I go to the track, we stopped at uh, at Family Dollar. I picked up some swimming goggles. Oh my god! Uh, got, no. got to the track, tried tried wearing them. Didn't know. Couldn't put them over my helmet, so yeah. I put them under. They they fogged up in like <laughs> two turns, so it was a whole learning process. But I kid you not that by the time I was fourteen, I did a long run in the super mini class. Uh, by the time I was fourteen, um, I was battling with Cooper Webb out at a uh, at Three Palms during qualifiers. Uh, I ended up qualifying first uh, at my qualifier when qualifying for Ponca. Broke my arm after that. Uh, qualified for Loretta's, broke my left wrist, got a four-inch plate, eight screws put in there. I got one of those, um, too. Same wrist. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's almost like a rite of passage. Yeah. Right? Um, but uh, as time went on, uh, ended up, like, really finding some success because there was a field near my dad's house. And every day I was just training, watching YouTube videos and figuring out everything down to how to back brake tap, uh, like, how to get a good start, like, figuring out, like, you know, like, body positioning, all that stuff. And uh, raced until I was 19, won an arena cross race at 19, and then retired after that. Wow. You're the guy that, as media, we don't believe you exist. Like, when, yeah. when, <laughs> when, <laughs> no, I mean, because we hear Feld, we hear Feld say, you know, well, you got to uh, market to the person that's flipping through the channels and just finds the sport and they don't know anything about it. I'm like, nobody does that. People that like Supercross already like dirt bikes. Like they know about it. Like right. And, and right. we don't believe you exist, but you just proved <laughs> that you randomly found it and just was like, I want to do that. And that's, that's and, awesome. And that's, and that's what I'm trying to add. That's, that's what I think I'm able to add to the sport is like understanding that's how, how I got pulled in. And that's why you hear the excitement you hear from me. Yeah. Because what I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to inspire that next kid. I'm trying to inspire that person who it is their first time seeing the event. I'm trying to translate to them really how like spectacular and grand the sport is because from where I saw it, I saw it from a completely different perspective than the kid who got on a bike at two, three years old is at the track homeschooled. Like it's all they've known, but for someone to see it, to see the jumps and then go to a track, right. And like trying to get brave just to hit a tabletop, and my dad's getting told, hey, do you know that kid's jumping a bike that's not meant to be doing that? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like fi figuring out like, whoa, like there's so much to this sport. It caused me to fall in love with the sport in a different way than someone who falls in love with it via going to the track with their family and yeah. racing. I fell in love with it from the grand scale of like 
whoa, you're telling me no one's going to tell me I can't jump this motorcycle from here to there? Like, <laughs> I'm allowed to do that? Like, yeah. that that was the craziest concept to me. And it was it was cool, like, getting faster and then just pushing myself. I became obsessive over yeah. the sport, and it raised me. Sort yeah, of. it really makes me happy hearing that, man. Your passion and, man, I don't, like, you know, we've, we've all kind of grown up around it, me and Scotty here. And, and, yeah, I hear that in your voice. I want to ask you about this. So you're new to announcing this year and I was talking I was like I literally texting with Kristen beat last night and she's like dude I'm getting beat up you know on social media because I was slow to respond or whatever and you know and I have I've seen a few people like who's this Joseph Allen guy I don't know who he is why is he even on there and right I'm sure you've seen that but what you just said is the reason why and the what you did for me a one's the only round I've been to so far we'll be in Glendale this weekend but you instantly like literally the first time I heard your voice captured my attention. So I can't be the only one. And I think, I think you're a good fit, man. And, and, you know, I've had, I've heard people go like, well, he's not using the proper terminology. And I don't, I haven't heard that. I I watch race day live. I haven't caught you saying that, but I don't really care. I care that your passion is honest. You're not uh, NBC hires so-and-so that works this other, you know, he's already hot, part of NBC. We're just going to bring this guy up. He doesn't know anything about the sport, but he can do the job. Right. No, you right. have this passion. And I felt that dude. I feel it on TV. I felt it this last uh, week. That means so much to me, man. Dude, when you were charging the track on that TTR, I was like, okay, he's not like, yeah, he's not going to blitz the whoops or anything, but he's, he's having fun. And he is yeah. showing, <laughs> he is showing people, just you're showing the the base the what's the word I'm looking for Scott like the the base of the sport like, yeah I, I don't know it's just the roots it was so rad dude I I think you're a awesome fit wow wow <laughs> I appreciate that yeah I appreciate that heavy because of course like with me being new there's gonna be barriers I have to I have to break right like there's gonna have to be the does he know what he's talking about barrier there's gonna have to be the who is this guy barrier yeah there's also the difference of like. Hey, it's like a black guy with an afro down there. It's not typically what you see. Like, like, what's he doing here, Barrier? You know, like, there's <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of different different avenues where, like, I have to break down those walls in order to gain the trust of the fans. Yeah, but I can't. Ex- I can't expect that, especially knowing how much I took the sport to heart in school. Right, like growing up and then picking up the sport of, of motocross and racing arena cross and things like that. There comes a point when you tell your buddies and you tell your friends at school, and they say. The, the the response that we all hate the all you're doing is sitting down and twisting a throttle it's like <laughs> yeah yep, that's there, common right there's a there's a whole community that we try and protect with this sport and it's like we don't typically like welcome you know like it, we we like to protect what's ours yes so yes first first there has to be and and that's why I'm taking specific risks with the sport right like it was my idea to go out there hop on a little ttr little trail bike very close to the bike i started (laughs) off on sure (laughs) and and going out and like saying like hey there might be a viewer who really wants to see the track from another perspective but it's also a way for me to show hey like i'm not just a random guy here like you said which a lot of people probably already assume right this they're just bringing in this guy who probably has like um like uh, content creator appeal or like, you know, like whatever it may be, like also showing that credibility of like, if need be, like I can hop on a full scale supercross track and ride a trail bike around it to, to also show the side of like, Oh no, he's actually like 
a part of the sport. So that's just going to come with time, you know, like as, as long as I keep coming from the right place, people, people will notice that. And that that's what I think people are noticing and appreciating because man, I'm just having fun out there. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the best way I can help the sport, right? Like they reached out and, and asked me, you know, like, how can you help? And in the fact that the sport that I fell in love with saw potential and me being able to help, Oh, what, dude! I'm That's riding so it till the wheels fall off, man. I love it. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I, I think that that the idea, like you said, to give a different perspective, you kind of, you know, you kind of did two things at once because I think that was smart to like, because you know, it's such a hard sport to to. Because you can never going to keep the true diehard fan happy while getting right. new p- putting it in a, in a thing where the, it's going to capture the kids and the un the unknowledgeable fan. Yeah, there's so, always the naysayers. So to so you're 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 showing the people that have never seen it before a cool perspective, but then you're also building street cred with this with the fans like oh he, right. he he knows how he's he knows how to ride like he like they see that like okay he's cool i'm good with him now like that's a really smart movement i i, I didn't even realize that i don't get to qu- catch all the qualifying stuff but i didn't realize that happened but i think that's awesome yeah i, I right and that's okay. that's what i'm struggling with that's what i'm struggling with as well because because all all i think that needs to be done to help like get past that like that icebreaker right like i feel like there needs to be a proper icebreaker between myself and the fan base and uh that's something that i'm working on right now is just trying to figure out like how to get more involved with like the the supercross live social media as well because like 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 you said like you didn't know that i had done something like that where it's like maybe a fan on instagram maybe like people who are following the supercross live instagram page could just be casual hey i've heard about the sport and i want to see more about it and just that breakdown on the little ttr Yamaha 125 could be something where if I'm just scrolling through my social media, oh, wow, there's this person breaking down the track that I've only seen really on television clips or like short clips uh, broken down with the professional athletes riding it. But seeing like a regular, you know, slower paced like breakdown of the track not only would be a good icebreaker for people to go, oh, that's who this guy is. It's also something where more casual fans and people newer to the sport could appreciate it. So I'm just trying to look at it from all angles. Yeah, I dig it. I, yeah, I, well, oh, yeah, one one of one of our fans was saying that he really likes what you're doing. And as long as as long as it means that uh, Rutledge Wood doesn't come back, they're happy oh, with it. So I think <laughs> I think I think everybody thinks you're an improvement from that. I'm so. gonna drop. I'm not gonna say a lot. I don't I don't really appreciate negativity towards anybody that's trying to do the stuff. Like I, I mean, yeah, it's know, hard to Lee do. Diffie. Uh, Dan Hubbard, all those guys get hate. Even our boy DB gets hate sometimes, and I don't like that because they're just doing a job, uh, you know. And, and I don't, but I, I don't dig the. But you are better than Rutledge for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I I really like what you're doing, uh, as I've already said. Um, I don't have a whole lot more time with you. I do want to talk just real quick about the America's Got Talent. Like this, this irritates me a little bit. I'm, this is the one thing I don't like about you, and I feel the same way. I feel the same way with Daniel Blair. I, I don't think it's fair. That you're good on TV, and that you can sing. It's same with Daniel. He, do you know that Daniel sings? Yeah, yeah, he has, he has like a band or something. Yeah, like that, right? the main event, like him and his brother, and Daniel's voice is rad, and he's the best in my opinion. He's the best in the booth, and he's, yeah, he's good really at his good. podcast. And he was a good writer. That's not fair that you have this much talent. And <laughs> I went back, like I said, I Google searched you. I watched your. AGT um, 
uh, the first, the, what do you call the audition? The audition, the audition where you got the golden buzzer. And like, yeah. I'm in tears, dude. I'm in tears. I don't want to cry. I'm a man. But <laughs> you made me cry. And like, dude, your songs and the song about your mom was so like touching and so awesome. But talk about that experience briefly. And then I want just really the last thing I want to know is how did you get it? How did Feld get you involved after America's Got Talent? Cool. Yeah. So the the whole America's Got Talent experience was definitely life changing. Like it was it was something that it took about five years uh, for me to finally get my chance um, to kind of do what I did on the show. Um, it was something that I always dreamed of, you know, having as a reality. And when it did become a reality, man, it changed. It changed a lot. It opened up a lot of doors. And in terms of those doors that it opened, um, I was actually touring um, my latest album and I was doing a show in Gainesville, Florida and Sean Brennan, uh, he runs the public relations for yep. Supercross and his daughter was actually at one of my shows and she had noticed that I was out at the Atlanta Supercross race and she was like, Hey, like, like I saw you were, uh, I saw you were out, um, watching the Atlanta Supercross. My dad, he's like, He's, uh, he helps out the sport a lot. I should get you guys connected. And immediately when Sean Brennan um, had reached out on social media, he saw that Jet Lawrence, RJ Hampshire, Pierce Brown, like a lot of the 250 guys were following me on social media. Okay. So he, he starts wondering, he's like, what's going on here? And that's when I'm like, yeah, man, like I raced amateur for a lot of years. Like I'm a big fan of the sport, so I'm very involved and hands-on. And, um, and then I ended up showing them that like Jet Lawrence – but like uh, message me like during the outdoors, like before the first round, like I would be out at the race and Jet would be texting me telling me like, yo, I'm going for a championship this year. Like I feel ready. And they were like, whoa, like you already get like inside scoop stuff. They initially were going to reach out about me singing the national anthem at okay. one of the races. And it ended up becoming, uh, hey, bud, like we don't want you really to sing the national anthem. We want to see if we can get you more involved. And the race day live team was the the team that I got involved with. That's awesome, dude. I love Sean Brennan. Yeah. He takes care of us all the time. Uh, I, I, I introduced myself to you as dark side. Cause that was sort of my nickname, but Sean is making me change it for press conferences to my real name. So I got a little beef with Sean <laughs> right now on that, but, uh, 2022 is a, 2022 is a real transformative year for you. Dark oh side. yeah, man. Yeah. Hair's you, gone. <laughs> name's gone. You, I mean, you don't know, but I have long hair cause I'm an eighties you know, hairband kind of guy. <laughs> I like that. And, I like uh, that. But I'm, yeah, I actually, my hair's getting cut at many, the night before Minneapolis at uh, Steve Mathis Pulpum X podcast. They're going to cut it live on stage. I'm getting a, and in exchange for me cutting my hair, I'm getting a 2022 YZ250. So, yeah, woe is him. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah. So between that and Sean not allowing me to be dark side on the press conferences anymore, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude hey we, we got to get to justin starling i really wish i had scheduled a little more time with you it's just a, a tight schedule tonight but um i've got your number and i will text you friday when we get to glendale maybe if you're around the stadium at all maybe we could uh reach it say hi and take a picture together let's do it sounds like a plan awesome dude i i am like i said i honestly am very excited that you're a part of the sport and very impressed with what you've been doing man i i don't if there are, if you hear anything negative from the the message boards, ignore that crap because those people don't mean crap. You're killing it. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And if you guys have any tips, just shoot me texts and stuff to let me know how I could, you know, better serve the sport. 
Will do, Joseph. Thanks, man, for uh, answering on Instagram and coming on tonight. All righty. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, buddy. See ya. Thanks. All right. All right. Joseph Allen, dude. That's, that's, he's, yeah. I, I just, dude, I'm impressed with him. His, yeah, his, his, you can tell his, like, his spirit and his vibe is spot on. So. Yeah. He, he, okay. Let's say he didn't race in his, as a youth. Let's say none of that happened. Doesn't matter. If he's this, in, if he has this much passion for the sport, then he's part of the sport. He belongs. He, like, yeah. He doesn't have to, you don't have to have all the knowledge, all the history. All the perfect terminology. If you love the sport enough that you want to learn and be involved with it, I welcome you. Yeah. Let's do well, it. Well, the, the little bit I've seen from him, because um, like I said, I don't get to see all the qualifying, especially on the West Coast because it starts so late. But uh, the little bit I've seen of him, he's he's getting a completely different vibe from the riders than I've ever seen any yeah. other guy get. Like he's he's the way he's getting them to talk about stuff and he's getting them to laugh. And he's, it seems like he's kind of one of those contagious spirit vibes where like you, you're, you're gonna, you know, even that interview, you know, he's laughing and stuff. He thought, you know, you that's, can't not be in a good mood around him. And yeah, he's, and he's bringing, he's bringing a side out of these guys that you don't get very that's often. Exactly. And that's like, I honestly was just in the press box. Like, I think I was setting my laptop up and I heard him and it, and like it caught yeah. my attention. I was like, this dude's on fire. This is different. Man. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't feel fake. Yeah, it's that's it's funny you said that. Right as one of the guests was saying, I like his energy. He seems yeah. authentic. Yeah, I, I'm into the guy. I think he's awesome. Yep. I hope I hope Feld keeps him around. Um, I have more I want to say about him, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely to, now he's definitely going to be on my list of guys to try to to talk to at some point yeah, this weekend. Go check out his YouTube channel. Uh, just I don't remember it's just Joseph Allen, but he's got like he's got some videos of him playing tic tac toe with like Mookie and doing like real I heard quick about that. Things. Yeah. And then he's got some of his bunch of his songs, his videos up there. So he's 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 a cool dude. I'm impre- I appreciate him coming on. Quick break. We'll be right back with Justin Starling. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what? What was that? It's the Supercross guy's voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that, dude. We aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. 
What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbiusA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Next up, brought to you by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public with products like the industry standard Pro Launch Start Device, the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Tonight, Works Connection brings us another privateer, one of my favorite riders in the paddock, even though he lost me some points this weekend in fantasy, but we won't talk about that, Justin Starling. Yeah, stoked to be here, huh? Yeah, I uh, didn't make it happen last weekend. That's Dude, for sure. There's no excuse. <laughs> no, man, we were just talking to you know Moran's a little bit ago, and like the field is... I mean, when you when you're going into an LCQ with Alex Martin, Justin Bogle, Kyle Chisholm, there's not a whole lot of options. There's not a lot of spots, man. I mean, and I mean, you're every bit as talented as those guys, but it is only three of the five or six guys that probably could get in are going to get in. Yeah, but still, I mean, I uh, I look at it in the sense of I won the LCQ at A one. Yep. Um, you know, and then Oakland. I come from. I think I started. Went around the first turn in tenth. Uh, and got third and then, uh, you know, San Diego's on the ground in the start. So it was kind of over at that point, but yeah, last week I just didn't, just did not execute. Um, it kind of seemed like I was riding the track instead of racing it. And, uh, yeah, it's just not acceptable, you know? So it, uh, it showed, I think I started ninth and I think I finished there as well. It just, uh, it just didn't go, you know, the way it should, but, uh, that's on me. I, I know my starts and my whoops were, definitely the the biggest issue i had um over the weekend and we even made some big changes to get better starts and i think i was i think i was overly confident in it and i just kind of i don't know i'd almost just say i grenaded a little bit and like uh, mentally you mean yeah maybe um just you know just not not executing i don't know it's weird i just i left there just kind of like i knew what i needed to fix you know so i left there knowing what i had to do to be better but it was more like man, why did I let that happen? You know, and like what got me to that point, but you know, we got, uh, we got 13 more to go. So you can't be too upset about it. You know, there's plenty more racing. That's why we race 17 times and not just once. So, um, yeah, not a, not an ideal weekend. I got some messages from, from some people (laughs) that picked me and, you know, I was like, you know what? I didn't show up there to be done at eight 30 either. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Dude, that, I, I still can't believe people send like negative, like, you know, I'm bummed that my fantasy team didn't do well, but I'm not going to text you. Or if, even if I didn't know you, like send you a message, be like, dude, you suck. Like that's, doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. I've never understood it. I mean, for me, when people do that, I'm just like, yeah, cool. Good. Like, I'm actually happy that yeah, happened. Like that actually exactly. kind of makes me feel better. Yeah. You know, I'm almost like, yeah, good. Like now my night's actually pretty good yeah. that your night's so ruined over a game. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> let, let me know the next time you pick me too. Yeah. Let me know ahead of time. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but it's you know, it's crazy is I almost put a tweet out just being like, dude, I feel so good tonight that like I would pick me. Like that's how like good I felt going into the night. So like it was just weird that it just I just didn't execute. You know, that's yeah, no excuse. It was on me. I just didn't do my job. Yeah, it kind of brings you to what uh, I was going to talk about. It, it's it's kind of cool how this series has kind of developed in the last year or two, where now you're kind of seeing like the top ten is you know your kind of your factory guys, and they're kind of they're kind of doing their own. That's the the battle for the championship. But I feel like there's kind of like a sub championship between like y'all in that fifteen to twenty five range, to where like there's there's kind of a, there's a lot going on there, and y'all are kind of fighting for a different thing. So I I really like that that has kind of developed into like its own competition, and I just kind of wanted your insight on that that group and kind of the competitiveness of that group and kind of what it's like being being with those guys. Yeah, it seems like you're, you know, we're always kind of around the same people. You know, I'm, I'm fully aware I'm not going in to win a championship. You know, uh, it's more or less just, you know, do, do my best at this point. You know, it's not, uh, it's not anything where I go out there and I'm like, oh, I got to finish here. I got to do this. I got to do that. I know what my abilities are. Um, so it's really just do the best I can. As long as I leave there doing the best I can, I'm happy. You know, but. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It seems like we're always around the same people. Um, no matter no matter what it is, uh, this weekend I I seem to be around people I'm not normally around, um, because I'm usually can fight my, my fight my way to the front. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, you know. It's like you almost they're like a little bug in your ear, you know. Like they're just like you're always around these same same type of people, but. Um, yeah, I know. I try to go into it as a main event guy, you know, and not think that I'm, you know, surrounded by this guy or this guy and I should be here like, oh, well, you know what? I finished behind this guy. This is about normal for me. Like, you know, I got, I, I try not to think like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's in my opinion, you know, I, I hate bringing this, this stuff up, but like, dude, if you're around Chiz, you're usually doing pretty good, you know, like (laughs) that's kind of just like the way it is, but like it starts to become really annoying you know yeah. like i'm honest with you like i'm so tired of that same thing you know like yeah. oh we're gonna get chiz gonna get chiz you know and it's like dude he's good he's he's a racer you know like he knows how to do it he it's like me in the 250 class i felt like i always made it you know i always figured it out um but he's got it he's really good at what he does but man he's annoying yeah well that's funny <laughs> like, you, dude, you you and know, Nate like, and Ray all have that yeah, like, we I like the, the guy. guy he's so nice but yeah. like I have on my phone after the race is is gonna chiz and like he tweeted it and i was like dude uh, <laughs> like stop it you he's know like I don't, it, yeah yeah and you know and it's like man it's hey he does his job you can't can't knock it right you know but uh yeah, it seems like we're always around the same people, but I don't look at it as like, you know, we're on like our own thing. We're all trying to do the same thing and, you know, that's be the best we can be for 20 minutes. And, you know, obviously the whole goal is to get to that point of being able to do the 20. So, yeah, um, yeah, I know it's kind of I, I just look at it in like, a, you know, got do my best and, you know, where the where the cars lie, it's where we lie. But I uh, <laughs> man, missing two main events in a row. I'm pretty pissed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's hard though, cause like I mean, we I was watching the LCQ and like you're watching a guy like Bogle, like Bogle had to like push, he like he had to kind of like ride over his comfort zone just to get into fourth. Like right. it's like you know, and when the LCQ you won, you got the start and he kind of checked out. And Chiz has kind of done that the last two. Like it's tough, man. It like props for like that. Like that's a tough group, bro. It's so gnarly. Yeah, they're good. I mean, when you think about it, like besides Chiz having a career number. 
Um, you know, then you got Hill who's one race or I think one a race, but you know, he's, he's won a race. That's huge. You know, um, then you got Bogle who's a champion, you know, mm-hmm. and then you got Alex Martin who's won races, you know? So like when you look at that, it's like, Holy cow, you know, like this is a, st- I mean, I knew going into the LCQ it was going to be stacked, but like I can beat these guys, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's wild to think, but as soon as you think about that stuff, when you're on the gate, it's over, you know, you yeah. might as well not even try up for the race, but yeah, it's, uh, they're all beatable. I mean, I've, I've beat all of them before, so there's no reason why I can't again, you know? Yeah. So, um, we, you saw the question on Twitter. I'll ask you about, cause for those that don't have Twitter probably saw in the race, you, you got into, uh, Adam, right. And Adam and snap, I believe it was. But you guys are cool. You guys texted each other. Everything's cool. It wasn't like uh, the Jason Anderson, Kenny Roxon situation. It was just an accident. Yeah, I didn't mean to do it. Yeah. Um, like, straight up, like, he passed me aggressive, but I'm like, I'm totally cool with aggressive racing. Sure. You know, like, he was, he didn't even touch me. Like, he, he, it was good. It was a good pass that he put on me, and he was riding excellent. He had me handled in the loop, so I was just losing time there. And, uh, yeah, I was like, kind of just like following him around. And, um, cause honestly I was like, like I said, I was just kind of like grenading in my head. Like I couldn't figure out what I was doing and I couldn't really put a lap together. Like it was like, I'd make a mistake that, you know, I'd lose that gap then I'd catch it back and then I lose it in the whoops, you know, just kind of like that. And, um, he wasn't doing that, that single table three, three, three. Um, but I had, I've been doing it like since press day. So like I had it pretty dialed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got really close to him when I went to single table in and I had to jump pretty far right. Um, and then I cased the first triple, but I still was able to triple, but I was still behind him. And I don't know if this was like, if, if maybe he did something, a different rhythm, but I'm pretty sure he went too single out. Um, mm, okay. and I just honestly like, wasn't really like, it was just on me. Like I wasn't paying enough attention and I like kind of had to jump to the right a little bit more. Cause I started to like get back in line, you know, to set up for the next corner. And, uh, I just remember having to jump to the right and I landed so far on the inside three into that corner and, I landed pretty deep too. Like I didn't downside the landing very well. And I came up like hot, you know, like I was sliding into the corner. Right. Um, and I, and I had like started turning, but I think I just didn't turn fast enough. Like, I think I kind of hung up like, Oh shit. You know, like that was really close. Yeah. And I felt him hit my rear tire and I, I, it messed me up a little bit and I doubled and looked back and he was on the ground and I was like, dude, like we're in like ninth and 10th, you know, like <laughs> I'm not trying to take you out for 10 bucks, dude. No. Like I felt, I felt really bad. And like, yeah. you know, especially like the whole, you know, thing that happened in Oakland with him. And then Brees, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was feeling bad about it. So I like, I didn't say anything to him when he came off the track cause he looked pretty mad and I didn't want there to be an altercation, you know, cause obviously like the, you know, tempers fly, you know, and I didn't know if he was mad, you know, whatever. Um, and then I listened to Steve's review and I heard him say like, yeah, Starling took me out, you know, and he mentioned a couple times and I was like, as soon as I heard that I messaged him and I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like that was on me. I didn't mean to do it. It was like, if you want to owe me one, like I said that to him later, but I was like, if you want to owe me one, like I completely understand, you know, like, and he was like, no dude, like you're good. Like I understand. You saw it on the tape. Like you look like you're a little bit out of control. I was like, dog, I was, (laughs) (laughs) I was, it wasn't good. I felt I felt like shit about it, honestly, because yeah. like I'm I'm not out there to take people down. You know, like, no, that's spe- not my thing. And not unless it's the last, especially, last spot. In yeah, if, if we were going for fourth, like yeah, yeah dude, like I probably would have went game. for it. But that's not the case, you know. And um, even like Polatelli got me actually like on the last lap, and like his move was pretty aggressive, and we had to roll the the, the oh, big yeah. double across the start. Yeah, I saw that. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and like he came off the track, and he's like, "Dude, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Dog, that was sick. Like that was a textbook <laughs> pass, you know, like." 
you set me up and I had nothing to do. Like there was nothing I could do. Like that was badass, you know? And, um, and I, I always say like, I'm all for like aggressive racing. Just like, don't break my bike. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, right? yeah. you know, like, just, like here, please don't put us, yeah, just don't put us on the ground and don't break my bike. You know, if, right. we, if like we can race aggressively and like, and Paul Telly was aggressive and clean, you know, and Adam was aggressive and clean. I was out of control and dirty. Like, and I felt <laughs> terrible about it. Like genuinely, like I, like I jumped in and I was just like, damn it, dude. And I jumped the triple and like put my hand up and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, right. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I would never, I like Adam. I would never do that for a ninth place in an LCQ, you know, a ninth place in a heat race. Yes. Ninth place or fourth place in an LCQ. Yes. Right. But right. Not ninth in an LCQ with like two laps to go. Like we were out. It's no, over. That's the right attitude, man. I, I like it. probably cost me, you know, like, uh, you know, 200 bucks, you know, like realistically from this position we're in to, you know, I got ninth, I got 1200 so he probably made a thousand you know so i probably cost him 200 bucks right you know that's not my intention you know in my in me doing that i made ten dollars more you know right right exactly it's yeah. just it just wasn't you know no god no not yeah. at all you know we're, we're out here trying to you know make a living so yep. yeah doing that wasn't wasn't cool i just felt bad about it and i as soon as i saw that tweet i was like dude here's what like we talked like yeah. it's good cool and right. i'm not buying his merch you know but <laughs> <laughs> it's such a thing now. It's okay. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. All right, so this this is I kind was, of a. Uh, I wish Anderson okay. would have bought rocks and stuff. That'd have been funny. Oh, it would be yeah. yeah I don't just think just do it without saying anything. <laughs> just like just do it, you know, like just that's a haha. But yeah, that'd be good. All right, so th- this one's kind of a change of pace, and I've honestly this it's kind of random, but it's it's stuck with me for so long, and I've kind of always wanted to ask you this. So. You've probably heard about this before, and people ask it all the time. But don't you're... ask about the show. I don't. I can't. No, we've done it on here, and he hates it. Okay. We've, we've, I was just about I, to stop you. Yeah. We've talked so much I'm, about. I'm, hey. Okay. I'm here, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm new. Down. I'm new to this. I've never heard it. I've always wanted to ask it, yeah. but I'll, I'll leave it alone. No, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you a 20 second rundown. Uh, show scripted. Uh, completely fake. Reality TV is not real. Um, I did it when I was shoot 12 years old, 13 yeah. years old. Uh, yeah, I hear about it every week. I know, uh, I know. I don't mind. I don't mind hearing about it, but let's man, we're in Supercross. Let's talk it, about Supercross. Okay, I got you. It's just that <laughs> that one memory of her, like like your dad was like prepping the track, and she just like that lady was like having a complete mental breakdown. Like oh. that image is always stuck in my head, yeah. and it's always made me yeah, laugh. Totally fake. Yeah, I okay. just it's all fake. All, I think they're all on Hulu right now. So okay. if you guys want to know? Yeah, they, so I'm, all, they I'm are. sorry. I've just I I've <laughs> always wanted. And then I was. I had but some fans kind of bring it up too, some so listeners, some yeah. listeners. So yeah. I'm, no, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. The show, yeah, no, it's all good. I just, the, yeah, the show's super fake. I mean, it's just, it's all a script, and we got to act it out ten times until they pick the right one. We oh, can't yeah. say some words because you know they're offensive, and yeah. uh, I figured, but it just, you know, so on, so on, so forth. But yeah, no, that, yeah, my mom did a survey. We somehow got picked. We ended up with uh, a tree hugging lady, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she loved the earth, but then she wanted to bulldoze down or take the tractor and ruin or like take down where I got hurt because I was hurt in the show. Yeah. But it made no sense because she likes the earth and that ruins. <laughs> I don't know. It was a whole lot of things that didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was an experience for yeah, sure. I, I'm thinking I, about yeah. running like wife swap kid or something at some <laughs> point this year on a butt patch. Yeah, you need to get involved. You know, you got to get involved with the Mathis and Kiefer uh, wife swap thing they're doing. They're doing the work. Oh, hey, every time I heard them talking about that, I just was like, man, no one said anything about me being on the show. Yeah, maybe because I think I'm really surprised no one has. I think Steve knows you don't like talking about it. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know. I, it has nothing to do. I don't, I don't mind. I, I'll talk about I'll sit here and have a 30 minute conversation. 
but I mean, we're round, we're four rounds into Supercross. Yeah, I, think I get, I know, it's just, yeah. it's always, it's always been stuck in my head. And like, ever since I started doing this show, I've been like, I'm on, I don't know. It's just one of those things I always Hey, if I have a mind. bad week in this week, and I'm going to blame it on the fact that you brought up wife's <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll take the, I'll be, I'll be in Glendale, so you can, you can give me some hate, man. I'll take Go back it. and check no, out it's all, show it's all out the first time he was on, because I did bring it up. Okay. Like, the first time yeah. I ever had him on, I didn't know him very well. Didn't know it was a sore subject, and he talked about it a little bit, so. It's not, yeah, it's not a I just heard it so yeah, yeah. You know, I, like yeah, a, I know. You know, it's like something you can only repeat so many yes, times until yeah. you're like, dude, like, have you not heard it on this interview or right. this and, interview? Or this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, like, when people listen to me, they want to hear something else. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, it, I get it brought up all the time and it happens almost every weekend. People come by, like, oh, we see it. It's on TV now. And, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, are you guys fans of the sport or like, we, you know, yeah. like what's, what's fans. Fans? Yeah. same thing with yeah, Hackley though. He still, show. he still gets the Disney channel questions all the time. Mm-hmm. Hackley, they, he oh, did that yeah. Disney channel thing. Yeah. Like I, it's yeah. when something like that goes mainstream, it's yeah. hard to not. I, I asked Sean about that the last yeah. time he was on. So yeah. Uh, a couple more, real quick before we let you go. Our buddy Troy, Team Troy. Dog. Wait, that's that quick of an interview? It's been five minutes. No, it's been longer than that, man. Unfortunately, listen, did you not listen to the beginning of the show? <laughs> no, I've been busy as heck oh. today. So, yeah, I kind of am really knocking them all down to about 20 minutes tonight because I literally did not sleep last night. I went and saw Tool in Dallas. I got Ooh. home at, at like 2 a.m. I had to listen to Pulp instead of going to sleep because I have to get ready for the wrap-up show tomorrow. So yeah. I'm kind of just. And that was a long show too. It was only six, six hours. Six hours, dude. Why the one yeah. night? Like I literally didn't haven't slept since. Two, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of compacting everything tonight, man. I apologize. No, you're all good. You're all good. But I do want to hear about uh, Troy Dog helping you out. Our Verb Moto buddy Troy Benjamin. Troy Dog, you're the star dog. He always. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I don't. Even, I think I'm Dark Dog. I don't even know. But uh, I know he's been helping you out a little bit and definitely trying to promote. And uh, Troy's a good dude. Yeah, Troy's been awesome. I uh, I kept seeing him post about everything in the squad, and I was like, dude, like I'm all for it. Like, why am I not a part of this? Yeah, you know? and Ash Dog, and, and Hard uh, Dog, and yeah, and like I'm good friends with Hard Dog, so I was like, man, like I want to be a part of this. Like, Hell I think yeah. it'd be cool. And he's like, and like I think he thought at first I was like asking for money, and I was like, dude, like I just want to be a part of it. You know, like I enjoy dirt bikes, and you guys enjoy dirt bikes. Like, let's just be dirt bike squad. You know, like come on, like let's just hang out and. It's like when you were kids, um, right? We're the, yeah, we're the, yeah. we're the bicycle club. We're, we're the, <laughs> yeah, we're the, exactly. Yeah, so the, yeah, I just hit him up about it and, uh, yeah, I was able to become part of the squad and, um, it's been a pretty hectic last couple of weeks. Um, but he honestly kind of like saved my beginning of my season, um, with helping me out with trying to raise some money for my suspension that UPS, we're still oh, dealing yeah, with that. Yeah. I want to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still dealing with that. Uh, but yeah, he was able to put some stuff together and uh, and, and and be able to help me out. And um, man, he's been awesome. He's been really cool. He's kind of like honestly, it's been it's been cool because it's like he he kind of keeps my spirits up a lot, yep, yep. Um, which has been which has been really cool. Like I feel bad because like I, man, my phone's been going pretty nuts just like like the last couple of weeks. Um, so I haven't like talked to him as much as I want to. Um, but man, I'm like kind of like a one man show out here. Like luckily my mechanic takes my race bike during the week, but like, man, during the week, I'm just like grinding, you know, the whole time. So, but yeah, he's been, he's been awesome. He's been really cool. He's, uh, like I said, he's just like a dude that just like, no matter what there's positivity and like just how he treats you, you know, yep. and oh, absolutely. That's been, yeah. And that's been super cool and super fun. And I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm been running the sticker on my helmet and all that. So it's been pretty sweet. I wanted to run it a little bit bigger on the side, but I can't cause of FXR and 60, but, um, 
yeah, he's a good dude. He's just a really genuine, genuine guy. And, uh, I've been stoked to be a part of him or be a part of his squad. You know, like it's been, uh, it's been sweet. Yeah. I, I like the guy. I don't know how genuine he is yet because he told me he was going to send me some pineapple merch like a month ago or two months ago or maybe three months ago. And he's like, it's hey, this is all out of his pocket. You got to remember I know. That. I'm just busting balls, man. Yeah. I'm busting balls, but I just know I haven't, no, I, no pineapple merch has shown up. Much. I've, I've got like a t-shirt and, a, and yeah. a hoodie. Like that's all I've gotten so far. But like, I dude, I get it. The dude's spending his own money yes, to just he is. represent something he's not selling, you know, yeah. like, so he, yeah, he's a, he's a rad dude. I've been, I've been stoked on him. He's yeah. honestly like, he's, he's something, this might, I want to be like, be, like be blowing him right now, but like, he's almost <laughs> something like the sport kind of needs, you know, like he's just that happy go lucky dude that just like loves it has just a good vibe at yep. all times, you know? And, and when we're in racing, man, like man, tensions can run super high and, and all that. And like, dude, when I lost my suspension, I was like stressing and I literally texted him and I was like, Hey, I need help. And he went to town. Like he just went for it and was like, dude, we're going to figure this out. And it's been, it's been cool. I mean, we were able to raise some, some decent money and, you know, SKDA was actually able to help, you know, fund the other side of it. Um, but man, it's like, man, if you go two people that have been amazing, SKDA, Sam, uh, Morton over there and, and, uh, and Troy dog, it was like two amazing dudes. It's been awesome. Love it, love it, Scotty. You had one more. Yeah, I had one. It's, this one's about Supercross. I promise. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so Supercross I, swap. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Um, so, <laughs> if you were going to swap moms with any other Supercross <laughs> rider, who would it be? Yeah, no, but uh, I kind of wanted to know. Like, uh, we had some fans asking about it too. Like, what what you kind of feel about the what you like about what you like most about the gas gas, and then like what are you kind of most particular setup wise about? Uh, you know, it's kind of a funny question. Like, I everyone asked me like, well, I switched from a KTM to a gas gas this year. And simply it's because my team in Germany, um, they were on Suzuki. I was always riding something different here and it was always kind of a hard transition when I went to that bike. Um, so actually last year I got a KTM, uh, because they went to KTM and, uh, so I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'll get on KTM too. And luckily I've got a really good relationship with everyone at AEO power sports. Um, so it was a really easy thing to do and I use their suspension as well. And yeah, I uh, went to KTM and then we thought we were going to race uh, the German Supercross and the Dutch stuff this year, or I guess last year now. And um, they were like, hey, we got some support from Gas Gas, so we're switching over. And I was like, cool, so will I, you know. And Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't really say it's anything to do with uh, – I mean, I love the, the Austrian brand. I like the, the chassis. So it was a, it's an it's a easy thing for me and on the same chassis as last year, ultimately. So it was really not fighting too much on trying to find something new and, and right. do something. But – I mean, at the end of the day, like if they told me they were going to Honda next year, like you'd see me on a Honda. Okay. You know, like that. Yeah, right. I just do my best. Yeah. I just do my best to, to, you know, do whatever they're doing. Um, but also it'd be very, it'd be pretty difficult ultimately the same because I still want to stay with the AEO guys no matter what I do. So it'd be a little tough in that sense, maybe just doing their suspension or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, the bike's really good. Uh, I've been, uh, working a little bit more on my chassis this year, um, trying to get it a little bit more comfortable for me. But I think the, the biggest thing for me is probably my handlebar setup. Um, I actually, for the first year I went down to the Evo bars, which is like the no crossbar. Yeah. Um, so that's something new for me because I usually hate that type of bar. <laughs> and, um, last year I was able to get uh, a bar from pro taper called the Suzuki race team. 
and Plessinger was using it on his last year on Yamaha and the bar always looked comfortable with him. And I'm like, oh, I should try it, you know? So I contacted Valade over there and I got the bar and I tried it and I was like, wow, this thing's really good. Um, but I always in my mind was thinking I'd go back to the, the, the twin wall type bar, you know, the crossbar, you know, type thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, liked it, huh? I really, I really like this bar. So, and now they, now they sell the bar, uh, it's called race team bend. Um, it's really good. Um, but yeah, I would say, yeah, probably the biggest thing that I'm picky with, it's not really so much the motorcycle, but I'd say it's my bars and, um, yeah, I've been kind of stuck on that handlebar and it's okay. been really good. Do you ever try the fusion? Uh, I have, I ran the fusion last year with, I didn't mean to say twin wall. It's just like when you think, yeah, yeah. you know, like that, it's always like Renthal stuff because there's like, they're so big, so but, long. uh, yeah, yeah. I ran the SX race last year in the fusion bend. Um, I tried the SX race also in the Evo bend and didn't like it, but I loved it in the, uh, uh, fusion. Okay. Um, yeah. And I also have the same race team bend, uh, in a fusion. And I still went back to the, uh, the Evo. It's, uh, All right. yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of strange to me. Uh, I really didn't think I'd ever like that bar in supercross. like outdoors. It's okay. I like it, but because it has a lot of flex, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't think I'd like it in supercross, but I'm going to tell you like that bar is pretty unbelievable. And it's wide too. Like it's, I think it's 810 and usually the pro tapers come at 800 and I would still cut those. Um, wow. like, okay. so yeah, I'm running wider than normal and, and all that. And man, it's the bar. They nailed it on that bar. I think it's amazing. I'm, I, I kind of want to try the new bar though. The, I think it's like the CFT or something like that. Yeah. The carbon one, uh, the carb. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested. They just don't have it in the race team bin. So I'm like, ah, you know, like, yeah. how am I going to do that? But, uh, no, nah, man, it, those guys are, they do a lot for me and I, we got something, uh, coming up for, uh, for a three, we're going to do something little, something a little cool with, with those guys. And, uh, Sweet. No, uh, make a, it's good. our bike's going to be pretty cool. You guys are going to like it there. I love it. Well, uh, Justin Starling, JSR Motorsports, appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, we'll see you in Glendale, man. We're, uh, we fly out Friday morning if the winter storm hopefully. doesn't screw us over. Yeah. Hopefully my day doesn't end at like what? Five. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Dude, if you're, uh, you're not no. doing anything Friday night Oh, that's no Minneapolis. I'm thinking Minneapolis, you got to come out. Uh, to Minneapolis, the... Tickets are sold out, huh? I don't know. Hit up Steve. I think yeah, because I want to go to that. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think there's only like 30 or so left last week. Yeah, there's a who, uh, Josh. Yeah, but aren't they, weren't they selling pretty quick though when everything got like when yeah. it was like they were talking about it on the show? Yeah, he he said they were selling quick, but just hit I feel up, like maybe. if you walk up there, they're not gonna not well, let I you. Mean, in. It depends on what the capacity of the capacity. I need to call it. Well, I'll see Steve that week of that race. So yeah. me, I'm gonna go mountain bike with him on my way. There to, you go uh, up there. So uh, I'm going to do mon Monday morning uh, on my way to Minneapolis. I'm going to stop at his place and do some mountain biking that day. Cool. Yeah. Hit so, him up, man. Uh, I bet he'll, I mean, if he can, he'll, yeah, he'll obviously he'll get you in. Well, I want to go. I yeah. think it'd be cool. Cause I mean, my bike will be done before I get there. Um, when it, with tires and everything, it's just be like negative 30 or something. Oh yeah. Can't uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if I can go do something without sitting in the hotel, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let me know, man. And yeah, hit up Steve and appreciate you coming on, dude. We'll see you this weekend. Yeah, anytime. Thanks, guys. All right, see you, buddy. See ya. Yep. All right, thanks to Justin Starling for coming on. Uh, we got to get to Julian Perrier. What up, guys? This is Brent Duffy. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
Next up, uh, brought to you by our title sponsor, Cherubies USA. You guys already know Cherubies is the number one plastic company in the business. For decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in motoplastic and accessories with products that fit perfect, look great, and last. Cherubies has what you need. Visit CherubiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor and always let them know the Moto X-Pod show sent you. Tonight, a Cherubies brings us Mr. Julian Perrier from the owner of Team PRMX. What's up, Julian? Oh, not too much. How about you guys? Uh, we're just sitting here talking a little bit of Moto. And uh, honestly, Julian, I'm just trying to stay awake. It's been a long... <laughs> I didn't get to sleep last night. Like, literally didn't get to sleep last night, so... Uh, yeah, just hanging in I know, there. I know the feeling. Yeah, I bet you do. Didn't dude. sleep you guys, much either. Yeah. So this year, man, you've got, um, well, coming into the season, Justin Hill was scheduled to be part of the team. You've got Brandon Ray, who got his first uh, main event ever. That was pretty awesome. He was on last week. And Rod Bell, you know, your, your team, you know, you've had some injuries, some issues. But just talk about the season and the team as a whole so far. Uh, yeah, the season is, uh, it is what it is with injuries and stuff. It's something that, you know, it's a sport where so many variables that can happen and stuff. So, uh, injuries are part of it. Uh, started really kind of rough at a one when, you know, Hunter sales got hurt also. And, uh, Justin got hurt also. So we had B-Ray on the line and it's first ever main, not main, uh, first ever supercross. Uh, really nervous and whatnot, so it's kind of a kind of a rough start, honestly. Like in the past several years, I had hadn't had that much issues with injuries and whatnot. So definitely uh, something to uh, to build on and learn from it. I also had some not personal personal issues and stuff. My wife got uh, got a bit sick with with something that she's dealing with that's non non covid related okay so i had to deal with that also at the beginning of the season uh yeah she just flew out home uh this morning like at 2 a.m i had to wake up get everything ready and now i have my my kid with me full time so uh, taking care of the baby taking care of the team and you know there's a lot of stuff going on and hopefully we can get back to normal yeah get back to normal pretty soon and uh just wish her, her to be to be all good as soon as possible, you know. So absolutely, health, yeah. Health and family first. So yeah, prayers for your wife, man. Hopefully, uh, she'll she'll you know I I don't know what the issue is, but I I hope it, she recovers and feels better soon, man. Because dealing with, dealing with family yeah, stuff yeah. is it's it's really hard. Like we talk, we had this conversation before. Like I was talking to Eli Tomac actually, you know, and people were like, oh, you know, he started out rough last year and. You know, I wonder what's going on. I'm like, we don't know what's going on in his personal life. Well, all these riders, these team managers, they're they're human. Like it's like if I was you, Julian, it would be very very difficult for me to go to the race this weekend and be what I need to be because I'd be worried about my wife because that's human nature generally. But you have to you have to juggle this, and it's not easy. And I don't think the fans and the media always consider that everybody out there is human, and we don't really know what's going on in their life. Uh, yeah, 100%. It's, uh, <laughs> you're, we're not allowed to make any mistakes. We're not yeah. allowed to not respond to anyone for, from on our Instagram posts. We're like, it's, uh, I see it more and more as the team grows. Like when you're small and stuff, it's not like, not that no one cares, but people don't really pay attention as much. And now that, you know, I'm trying to grow and be better and whatnot, like people are like, Oh, 
yeah, you weren't at the race last weekend. I'm like, yeah, no, I had to take care of my family. And it's like, oh, are you going to be back at the next round? I'm like, possibly. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like the, 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 the family comes first. My wife comes first. It's not, you know, that that's my business. And, and my passion is, is the, the race team. But like, if, if the mother of my child is not feeling well, I'm going to do everything I can to take care of her before that, which everything else in my life passed second to my race team other than my family, you know? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I commend you for that. I mean, being a single dad, you, you were talking about that a little while ago off air and you just mentioned it. That's, that's a job, like a full-time gig in itself. I'm full, a single mom, a single dad. Not that you're actually single, but you're doing it by yourself. That's no, that's no, yeah, that's but a lot. My, my wife has always been there. Yeah. Like since day one and she takes care of, of our boy, like, like gold and stuff. But now it's my time to, you know, step up and make sure that everyone's okay. And that's why she flew back to Canada and get some, some treatments and whatnot. We don't know what's going on exactly right now, but you know, as being, being a Canadian, we need to go back home and deal with our own insurances and stuff. Sure. Yeah. uh, She, she landed, she's feeling fine. So good. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. We'll know in a few days on that, on that part of things. But other than that, you know, like we're, been trying to do our best with everything we got here so uh it's it's been more fun since a1 we're trying to you know gain some steam rod bell showed up to uh to the third round with us and did good b-ray made a main so it's like all of a sudden everything's better so try to continue on that on that role of uh having fun at the races and you know whatever happens happens yeah it kind of counterbalanced the the other stuff um the Brandon Ray stuff, man, like, I didn't know much about him really until last week when I started researching him. And I think I texted you, but, like, I like that kid a lot. Like, I like – I just – I like his personality. I like his interest – like, his his passion. And I, I hope he continues to improve. Yeah, Brandon's a uh, unique uh, person for sure. Like, he's a good kid and he works hard. Um, didn't have everything he needed, I would say, not in a wrong way, but, like, I think – with the the proper equipment, he could have been maybe a, another level now. But I think, mm. you know, at his age, he's still young. He's just eighteen. He's gonna continue opening some eyes, and hopefully, we can support him as long as we can to uh, to develop and to bring him to another level on on his personal side and racing side. And yeah, you know, he's he's just fun to watch. And every weekend, you know, like he's so pumped to go to the races. If it's Supercross, barn cross, anything <laughs> racing. He's yeah. just, he's just like, yeah, I'm pumped to be Ray. Right. Be racing. Right. Also, awesome. Love it. Yeah, we had we had B Ray on last week, and he's super humble. And what I've seen from Rod Bell, he's a super down to earth, humble guy. And then we also had Justin on, and he kind of came back after you know have, figuring life out, air quotations, so to speak. So it, it seems like there's kind of these real down to earth guys that you have, and I was just kind of curious on on what kind of those kind of things do you look for in a rider and like, and like kind of what do you characteristics do you kind of look for when you're choosing guys to be on your team? Um, you know, we, we look at a bunch of things Well, I look at a bunch of things. It's just like, you know, at, at some point I just want people that, that want it as much as I do, uh, in, in a different area, you know, like I want to do good. I want to do as best as I can possibly can, uh, I'm no near perfect. I make mistakes. I, you know, like it's, 
it's uh it, no one's perfect but uh yeah i like to work with people that really want it at the same time that are you know down to herd not like big ads and right that, yeah. that really want to put in the grind like we're we're not a structure where you know we're not pc or saw or anything yet yeah you uh, i like so, that yeah <laughs> so but no it's 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 fun to work with people that want to work with us at the same time. So it's like, it needs to be, I always said it needs to be as much as possible a win for me and a win for them. Everyone needs to gain something out of the relationship and the, and the race team and stuff. So we're trying to do it as a whole, like a, like a real team effort. Yeah. I like that. Um, so I haven't really had a chance to talk to you about like, have you had any communication with Justin Hill? Uh, any updates on what, his plans might be is he coming back or do you even know i at this time i don't have uh information more okay. than you know what we what we know uh from from the ac separation on his shoulder yeah uh that happened a, a few weeks ago you know like uh we went to the hospital i went with him and i i, I try my best to be as good as i can with everyone including justin you know i like justin we had a good off season freak accident um you know every day i wish i i could change something and you can't really change it as the sport is full of surprise even like at the is level or is teams and stuff like today not to name anyone there's we were at state fair and uh a factory bike through the whoops chain just snapped oh you know so no one no one got hurt yeah but it's just to say that you know, like no one's in like protected to a, a bike failure or part failure or, or a rider being, you know, unsafe or something. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I wish, uh, I, w- I wish we, we can talk more about it right now, but I don't have more information to give you than, you know, yeah, that's fair. still re- recovering from, from it. And I think he will need surgery. Uh, but like I said, I, I don't know at this point. So. Okay, that's fair. Uh, East Coast, I think you're planning on doing East Coast. Do you know what, how that's going to go? Do you know? I know. I think you're uh, maybe, maybe short a guy right now. I'm not positive, but what's the plan for East Coast? Uh, short of guys, yeah. Um, you know, injuries hit us hard this year, yeah. so that's why we got Rod Bell coming out on the West. Rod Bell's going to do some 450 East. Okay, well, not cool. some. He's going to do all, all of them. We went to to ride a little bit today, and we're going to slowly get him comfortable on the 450 but right now the main goal is for him to finish the the two last round on the 250 and on the west like as strong as possible with b-ray uh for the east uh under sales should be back for the east we got a good news uh yesterday that you know his, his doctor said that uh just do some uh, pt and get the shoulder strong enough and he could race and get it strong every weekend so uh, he's going to race. Uh, Julian Benek, my Canadian uh, rider, will race the East Coast on the 250 also. Okay. Uh, depending depending on what's going on and, and whatnot, I probably will need another 450 guy, but we're not sure yet. Okay. Well, yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah, the, like you said, the injuries and a team, you're like a privateer team, man. It's so hard to... Uh, you know, everybody, almost everybody that's racing has some kind of deal already. And this kind of late into the season, it's tough to find, yeah, find those options. Yeah. 
and you can't be like, oh yeah, ditch your sponsors and come <laughs> right. ride for us. You know, like some, some guys are really, really involved financially and whatnot. So yeah. it's like, it's not the ideal situation, but you know, I get to go racing every, every weekend and it's, it's still, you know, a blessing to do that. So, uh, trying to be super positive about it. And I, I think the, the best is yet to come. Uh, but yeah, I might, uh, also might throw be real on the 450 for like a Daytona style track or something. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, we have, uh, we have a few options to, to try to do the best with the situation, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so as a team owner, when, when it comes to branding and your sponsorship, what are like some of the biggest factors that you consider? Like what, what do you, what do you think of the most when it comes to that kind of stuff? What do you mean, like marketing wise, or yeah, like, like what, rider, or well, how like do kind I of approach sponsors, or yeah, like kind of like what what do you what what factors go into your your decisions when it comes to branding or who you sponsor with and stuff? How much money will you yeah, give me? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what's that. How much said, money? What I said. How much money will you give me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I go with uh, a lot with you know social media these days. Mm. Uh, TV time yep. every weekend, every Sunday I had up the TV time so I can have a spreadsheet with my TV time and whatnot. I don't want to say too much to give all my tricks, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's been going pretty well. I'm yeah. lucky enough to have good, uh, good support and trying to grow every year. Uh, parts of has been a awesome partnership so far and, uh, we're signed up for next year also and a third optional year. And, uh, no, it's, uh, it, it's all about trying to present yourself the way you are trying to bring something to the table. Cause again, with the sponsor, it's the same thing. It needs to be good for them and good for us. So it, it needs to be uh, a business decision where, where they want to put that, mo- that amount of money. And I try to start with what they want to do and go from there and see if, you know, year in, year out, you try to grow and give more in return and they give more on the pocket. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, man. it's just branding on the semi, you know, like I upgraded the semi again this year. So trying to be as close as possible to everyone else in the pits while the, the bigger, bigger structures, if you want to say stuff like that, our social media is, you know, we're, we're not, uh, we don't have like a ton of following. We have like almost 9,000 right now, but it's to grow it where, you know, I can not, I can push on it more, but we try to do a good job on doing like videos, reels, posting, giving our sponsors some content to share every weekend. And it, it it all comes down to repeat business as I come from the selling marketing point in my life where that's what I did before. Uh, how I made money was my repeat business. So I'm trying to repeat business with my sponsors. Uh, yeah, it makes a ton of sense, man. Well, Julian, you've always, since I've met you, I think I was 2018 or so, uh, you've been good to us, man. You always have time for us and hook us up with your riders, and I, I always enjoy being around your pit, so I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. And like like I said, we're a bunch of normal guys, yep. and we just want to be better and trying to better our program and you know, better equipment, better everything. Not to say that our equipment is not good, but – Always searching for better. <laughs> of course. I mean, even the factory teams are doing that. So, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. A, it's, it's, it's a daily process. Of course. 
Well, Julian, man, uh, again, means a lot to us that you've been a part of the show over the years by coming on and giving your, us your riders. And uh, we look forward to seeing you this weekend, man. We'll be, we'll both be in Glendale and we're definitely going to swing by and say hi as usual. Yeah, stop by, grab some new T-shirts, and your yours from last year is probably outdated. So <laughs> yeah. Get some new one. Yeah, it's a little faded. All right, we'll come see you, man. Thank you, Julian. <laughs> All right, thank All you guys. Right. Have a good evening. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, that's Julian Perrier. Yeah, go. If, I didn't know their like their social media following is that low. Like on their team, the guys hit them up on Instagram. It's the Team PRMX. Uh, you see, you know, keep up with their riders doing. Of course, Cade was on that team last year, but Brandon Ray, Justin Hill. Uh, yeah, Rod Bell. Yeah, I, yeah, give him a follow, man. I mean, yeah, they're they're we need those guys in the pits. It's a big deal. We don't we need them to survive. It's it's important that these privateer teams are around. You you guys all know that to keep these riders, uh, the the privateer riders, funded. Yeah. All right. For sure. One more. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Marvin Musken. You're listening to Moto X Bud Show. All right, our next guest of the night is going to be brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice if you want the best. Just ask our current riders, Zach Osborne. Yeah, Zacho's not exactly current right now, but we're still listening to Zacho. RJ Hampshire, Damon Bradshaw, Justin Brayton, Carson Mumford, and many more. Check out your local dealership and ask for Fly Racing, as well as the endless list of products offered by WPS. And I believe Fly Racing offers supports also supports our next guest, Mr. Brad West. What's up, dude? How we doing? Doing good, man. So, um, I'm going to be real honest with you. I didn't know a lot about you until uh, A1 and our boys Nick and Trent were just raving and raving and raving about you. Uh, yeah, we kind of fly low. Um, we don't have a lot of runs on the board over here apart from a Cal Classic. So, uh, not many people know the name so far. Yeah, I, uh, I saw you. Uh, obviously, I guess this last weekend was your first Supercross Futures. How'd that go for you? How do you feel about it? I mean, I think you got fourth, if I'm not mistaken, or fifth in the, in the um, but that, you qualified like third, I believe. Uh, yeah, I qualified second. Okay. Um, I didn't have the best run, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't feeling greatest. Uh, I had a pretty bad start and crashed. You sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, my qualifying was decent. Like it could have been better, but I, I didn't put myself up there. Yeah, you, you wheelied coming out of the gate. I was watching you. Yeah, my, oh, I was so annoyed because I got my practice start for side lap like perfect. Yeah. And then I done that and I was like, oh, God. Ask the outside was ever seen a plane with a kangaroo on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, he obviously knows. I want a kangaroo bad. I want to see one. Like I want I don't know. I want to hold one. I want one Box in the house. One? No, I don't want to get beat up by one, Scotty. No. Yeah, kangaroos are rad, man. So give me a little bit of your background, man. Obviously, you're from Queensland, uh, Australia, place I want to visit very badly. But give me give me our listeners some of your background, like your history of riding. Uh, so I started riding a, a PB50 when I was like probably like four. Yeah. Um, been riding ever since. Uh, I just recently made the move off Cowie, been on it since uh, 65, like my second year. And uh, onto Yamaha now, which I've really gelled with a lot. Really like it. Um, and now, I mean, I recently had a win at Cal Classic. Um, that was pretty good. That was uh, that was yeah. a good one for me. First race on the Yamaha, really, which was good. Yeah. What uh, brought the move? Like, how did the move from Australia to the states come about? Was there support? Was there, you know, was it just a decision you made because you wanted to ride Supercross? What was that about? 
Um, just for a future over here in general, like yeah. you can only get so far in Australia, Australia with racing. Um, so kind of try to set ourselves up over here. And, um, I think I first came over to the States when I was on a 50 for Loretta's. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I was horrible on a 50, so that didn't really show much. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. And just went from there and. Now Yamaha and going good and into Supercross right now. Yeah, so I think I saw I don't remember if it was social or maybe a, your website. Are you you're trying to do Loretta's again? Uh yep. So yeah. I've only yeah. my only A race I've done so far. My first A race, which I was like pretty proud that I won it, was uh Cal Classic. Okay. So um, the road yeah. to Loretta's has begun then. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> How many uh how many more Supercross futures are you planning on doing? Um, I've been invited to a lot of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if anyone knows us, uh, in our family, we don't really have a, a set plan. We just okay. kind of go with the flow. Winging it. Yeah. I know we're doing, uh, Glendale this weekend and, oh, cool. uh, just seeing how it goes. Yeah. We'll definitely come say hi then. Scotty and I will both be there. So, uh, what you got, yeah, Scotty? Yeah. So, no, you so you, you get over here and, and you, you know, you go, you get to the stadium. You go to In-N-Out Burger. You, Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's my well, turn. Me and Nick and Trent. Oh yeah, I interrupt you a lot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's all good. But uh, actually, that kind of that. Well, I had that question in a little bit, so we'll get to that. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So you you walk into the stadium. You you know, office, your America. Everything's new. Just kind of you see the track. Just take us through that moment. Um. So I walk into the stadium. We got there Friday. Um. Just chilling out set up walking around there was basically no one in the pit so far and just went out to the track and it was actually really good and at the moment when we went out there it was pretty dry so i was like i didn't know how the weekend was going to play out whether it was be overwatered or if it would be slick um and i was eyeing out the whoops because i was supposed to be two sets of whoops and there was only yeah. one so I was like, yeah uh yeah i was it was pretty good um I was contemplating. I didn't know what was happening with that uh, wall jump lane. I was like, oof. Didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> Got to huck it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really nervous. Um, I kind of tried to get the jitters out at uh, practicing and qualifying, um, get the crashes out of the way, which uh, didn't really work the best because I crashed right. in the face. Um, but, yeah, I mean – the track was pretty good. I've been riding Supercross for a while now. Um, got a track back at home, so that's really helped me a lot. And, uh, yeah, I was just pumped to race. Was it kind of like a, I'm here, I'm, we're here, I made it kind of feeling? Uh, yeah, more like a, I'm here, we made it. Time to show them what uh, yeah. Aussie's got. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, like I said, Nick and Trent spoke very highly of you, and, of course, we we, have a we motored around in, the, uh, in your sprinter van, so – that was cool. Appreciative. I, I, I really like those guys, man. They're good. They're good. Uh, they're good mates. Good mates. I can't say it with that's, that accent. That's, but. That sounded kind of weird coming from you. Well, man, whatever. Yeah. So Trent actually had a question. He said he, he wanted me to ask uh, ask you who's better at chess between him and yourself. <laughs> Who? Trent Barr. Trent from the Moto Limited show. Um, I haven't played him. I have not played him, so um, oh. Oh. I've been slowly getting better at chess, playing with my mechanic over here, Laird. Um, and at the start, I was I was beaten, I was beating him by far, and now he's starting to catch up on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never played chess, man. I I don't. 
I tried to like read a bunch of um, like chess for dummies type stuff, trying to learn and understand. Couldn't even get that. Couldn't <laughs> just couldn't wrap my brain around it, dude. I think I'd have to have somebody show me like multiple times. It's, it's complicated. It's just knowing which strategy you're going to use against whatever they're doing. I mean, but you have to memorize all that stuff. It's like memorizing like a, you gotta be smart. Yeah. Like a Ridge's cube or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't do that either, dude. Sorry. <laughs> we'll just stick to doing asking yeah. interviews and podcasts. Yeah, and stuff. I'm kind of a dummy apparently there, Brad. <laughs> um yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you in, in Glendale though. That's cool. So uh what is what is it about like now that, how long have you been in the States? Um, so I recently got back from a wrist injury when uh-huh. I was here last. Um and I went over for Christmas time and only started riding like two days before Christmas. Okay. And then so I've been in the States for coming up to two weeks now um and yeah just been here that long on the bike that long so hasn't really been that long on the bike which, yeah um, which do, is good do you at the same time. do you like the u.s though do you like being over here like i mean do you like the way of life the you know this it's kind of fast paced out there in socal yeah it's good i live in the middle of nowhere at home so it's a bit of <laughs> a bit of a change yeah i bet i bet uh yeah and, and the and the plane flight is so long, it's it's horrible. Oh, man, yeah. I felt bad for those guys when they flew back. Like, Nick and Trent are talk, have talked about me coming down there, you know, at some point if things ever get back to normal and the Supercross series gets back up. And I, I really want to go. But being on a flight that long doesn't – I'll do it, but it sounds terrible. Oh, it's only good if they have, like, the new movies on there. <laughs> and if they don't, it's, like, movies dated back, like, a year or two ago. Right, right. Yeah, you got to bring your laptop and load that thing up or something, but – Man, so um, where do you where do you train? Is it just you do it on your own? Um, so I recently joined with uh, Bradley Taft, so I'm with the okay. whole Taft crew. Yeah, um, so like bouncing from track to track. Uh, <laughs> the tracks kind of vary because I don't really post them till the day when mm. they're open. Um, but uh, I've been going to State Fair and Fox and just bouncing around a bit. Um, and it's been fun. Uh, I had fun. Um, That's good. Trying to blitz these whoops and uh, <laughs> attack everything. Yeah, no, thank you on the whoops. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, everyone's so scared of whoops, dude. Dude, I'm, at this point, I, I'm an older guy, man. I'm 46. I'm kind of scared of all of it at this point. Yeah, go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, so you mentioned you know, In-N-Out Burger earlier. That's oh, one yeah. of my questions was what was what America's American delicacy, for lack of a better word, were you most forward, most looking forward to trying? Um, so I've got all that out of the way when I first came over here, so <laughs> I haven't had any, I haven't had any of that like Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out or anything like that since I've been here this time. Athlete. Um, <laughs> uh, I did, I did really like the In-N-Out milkshakes. They were, they were pretty good. They are good. They are good. Yeah. I think me and Nick and Trent, when I was out there for like five days, I think we went three or four times probably to In-N-Out. Yeah. We, we, we enjoyed our food, but we are all, we're not athletes either. We're not trying to be a professional racer so we can eat whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they kind of wore themselves out going there about four or five times. I bet. I bet. Uh, last question I have for you really is like the, the kids in your class, like, you know, the, the age group, like Ryder D and those other kids in that age area. Um, have you become friends with any of them? Do you like, have a chance to like visit and talk, you know, talk shop and hang out at all? Uh, I'm basically friends with everyone right now. Oh, good. Um, yeah, it's hard to name them because I don't want to miss out on anyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I basically chat to everyone. Uh, it's been pretty good. 
um, they finally, uh, a lot of people started adding me back and uh, noticing me more after Cal Classic and Loretta's from previous. Yeah, I, I can imagine as you as you do better, they start taking notice. I like that though. I I'm pretty good, you know, pretty tight with the De Francisco family and. Something I talked about with him for years is like, you know, him and like Jet Reynolds are buddies and him and Carson Mumford are buddies. And like, I like that you guys can be friends and then go race and be competitive and then be friends again. Like, I, I'm not the guy that likes drama. Like, I, I, I like that you guys are cool together and can hang out and go, you know, whatever, go to the beach or whatever you want to do and then go race and, and, and have fun together, man. I think that's cool. I hope that stuff can, I hope you guys can continue to do that as the, the racing gets more and more serious in your pro career. Yeah, it definitely makes it a lot more enjoyable, a lot more fun doing it that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. And so, so Trent posted back on the comments. He said, "He said lies. I smoked him before I left." In the chest thing. Uh, oh, I honestly can't remember it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. Actually, we did have one game. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was not playing good then. Actually, yeah. <laughs> That's good though. You you. You had a bad performance. You buried it. Yeah, you yeah, moved on. Forgot the bad performance. Yeah, there you go. Like you got to use that in your super crush racing. That's how I roll. Yeah, if I lose, <laughs> I forget all. It never happened. Yeah, no. Yeah, of course it never. I don't get. Yeah, it. I don't lose. I dig it. Well, Brad, man, I'm looking forward to meeting you this weekend, dude. We will. Uh, we'll be there Friday morning, so we'll be at the stadium all day Friday and Saturday. We're definitely going to come find you and say hi. Uh, is there a particular pit you'll be pitting out of, or is it your own? Uh, basically my own okay. and uh, Sim City, uh, oh, Simi Valley. Um, next to them, and just uh, yeah. normally with uh, Gavin Towers and all that. So okay, yeah, they're vibing. Well, we're gonna come say hi, and uh, yeah, yeah we'll, our, we'll, our uh, we'll producer's son's gonna be in that class yeah, too. Doc, so Doc Smith is my well, I don't want to call him the producer anymore. He's I a mean, co-host, but TJ Smith, our other our other co-host, his son Doc is gonna be racing yeah. with you out there. So and we'll be invested. Yeah, yeah, sweet. That'd be sick. It'll be fun, man. Well, we'll see you this weekend, dude. Okay, I'll uh, see you there. Have right, a Brad. good rest of your show. Yeah, man. Thank you, buddy. Good talking to you. All right. All right. Thank you, bye. All right, Sam. Brad Smith. Uh, let me make sure I do the proper hang up this that's time. Brad yeah. West. Oh, that's a Brad Smith. Yeah. Brad Smith was a buddy of mine that worked I, for Tucker Rocky. That uh, actually, yeah, Brad they, West. Yes. Yeah, no, we. Uh, I did not get to make it to oh, his the, thing, the, but yeah. Yeah, he it was a away. friend of the show. It was, uh, thoughts and prayers out to that family. Yeah, for sure. I've, I grew up with him. He's my t-ball coach and stuff. So, yeah, was, Brad, Brad West, see. man. He's you know he's a kid, obviously coming up, and a lot of talent. Like you could see the talent in the qualifying. Excuse me. Yeah, I didn't he, get to he see didn't him. ride well in, in the main, but you could see the talent in the qualifying. The kid's gonna be something special. So when when does uh, is is Deegan not gonna do any of these futures? Like I mean, not this year. I, I mean, next. so he's riding these supercross trucks against Craig, and then they're putting him as like the rabbit. But he's not going to do the. I don't. I don't know. And they're not ready for him to go pro. Yet. I get. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not really pro. Is but, it? I mean, it's to get your points to go pro. Oh, you know, so he, he, okay. Supercross. he doesn't. He's not going to race supercross next year. So there's no reason to race the the futures this year. He doesn't need his points. Oh, okay. You know okay. Saying? Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this thing up. We really didn't talk about a two at all. Uh, we did talk about tool a bunch. So I'd rather talk about tool. Sorry. Um, the rough riding though, let's jump on that just real fast. The Jason Anderson, Ken Roxon situation, Jason, you know, clipped Kenny last week and took his front wheel out coming out of the whoops. How do you, but how do you feel about this week in particular? Was it dirty or was it racing? It kind of, it honestly, it kind of 
drives me. I mean, I know that's like it's a focal point, and it's a good. It's, that's what the media is going to talk about, and I get that, and I think it's worth talking about because is the biggest changing point of the race, and it was a. It was you know, there's a lot of drama packed to it, but there's no pleasing everybody either. Like they don't hit each other. We're like, man, this racing's boring. They just sit in a formation line and they don't ever pass each other and they don't ride like they used to back in the nineties. They used to kick each other <laughs> and all this stuff. So you hear that. And yeah, then, yeah, and yeah. then they start riding dirty and everybody's like, Oh, everybody's riding dirty. Why? Why? We got to clean this up. So I like, what, what do you want? I, I think it's good. We're, we're talking about a point series. That's that, you know, how, how close everything was those points guy, the points is tighter than it's ever been at this point. And so, like, dude, they're racing. Like, that right. That sand line went into the other line. Kenny maybe could have backed off. Maybe Anderson could have tried to uh, maybe change his line a little bit. I agree with RV's point last night that his handlebar was in front. Yeah. That kind of gives him the right Otherwise, of passage. Went down. Yeah, so uh, I, I think that... I think it's good. I mean, obviously, I don't want to see guys getting like straight T-boned off the track. I don't think that. But, no. I mean, we're racing. This is the pinnacle of our sport, and there's so many guys that have a chance. Like, it, it's got to be that way. Like, I like the aggressive riding. I think it makes the sport interesting. I think it adds parity to the championship so that we don't get into round 16, and there's two guys within 20 points, and everybody else is 60 points back. I think it's going to add parity in the long run. So, I'm, I'm all for it. I yeah. think it's great. I don't think it was dirty. Uh, it was aggressive. I think it looked way worse than it probably actually was just because the way he went flying through the air and all that and the lines did come together and yeah i mean you're you're going for a pass he in my opinion he had a wheel on him he had the pass made you know I mean, in mean? those lines i mean make the pass that line just went straight into yeah. each other this it was kind of just a racing incident I, I, I feel like it was a racing incident i'm fine with it um you know on, there's been a couple others that i wasn't as fine with but we had a, see one of our listeners, number yeah. one rule of racing, always cover the inside. Exactly. That was the, you know, I mean, everybody, Weimer and RV last night were like, why did he leave the open, inside open? Yeah. You so, know, I mean. I, I just think it's kind of funny that like you, everybody complains about one thing and then they get it and then they yeah. start complaining about that. I just think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, we're going to wrap this thing up. I still have uh, people I don't care. I still got about three hours to go on wrap up stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a long night. Um, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, again, YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, um, Julian reached out. The YouTube, they do have a PRMX YouTube channel. Let me see if I can open this up and get the actual, it's probably just PMR YouTube slash PR. Yeah, PRMX, PRMX on YouTube. Go subscribe to their channel too after you subscribe to ours and check out all the stuff that they've been doing. They have some vlogs up there. So there is some social media. We just got to help them share it and talk about it. So go check it out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Moto X Pod Show, Patreon if you feel the need, and hit up Kevin Moran's on his Patreon. Yeah. Try to support him as a privateer. Same with Justin Starling. Anything you guys can do, you know, help us yeah. out, help those privateers out. Yeah, no, I appreciate. I appreciate our 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 staple uh, YouTube listener guys. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate you guys so much. Y'all, y'all kind of make this a lot more fun. It makes it. I love doing the live shows because I I kind of gives me another thing to do while I while we're watching the show. I like talking to you guys, and you know. Whenever y'all are out riding or doing doing these things, because we're all guys that ride and stuff, like don't like we appreciate you guys. Like you know, just hey, check out you know you, you ever listen to Pulp? We'll go check out Moto X Pod show. You know, I was I was kind of doing that this weekend while I was riding. Some people what we're looking are looking for more stuff to listen to. So our yeah. our you know our diehard guys, you know, don't don't be scared to the name drop us. I, we would we'd appreciate a lot. So yep yep, that's it. Share our Instagram, share yep. our Twitter, share our Facebook. 
uh, Algor- that, algorithms. Algorithms. <laughs> Thank you to Acherby's USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky. Again, man, that if you guys are just looking for a good snack, eat R, the letter R, eat rjerky.com, promo code MotoXPod21. I have to place another order because I am it's almost not- out. I ate a whole bunch during. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about my Niners. So that was. Yeah, we don't, yeah. If you're a football fan. If you care about football, it, there was really good games this weekend. Yeah, I mean, my honestly, lost. every game, most well, the wild card wild card weekend was kind of hit or miss. But after that, the the, the games, games have been, been phenomenal. Yeah, like, I had a bunch of buddies like, dude, you know, like some were kind of busting on me, but others were like, you know, how are you, how upset are you? And I'm like, I'm really not because I had no expectations coming into the playoffs. So we made it farther than I thought we would. We played really well, and we beat the Cowboys, which is the only thing I really oh care about. God, so anyway, but I ate a bunch of eatourjerky.com's our jerky while I ate the uh, the hot and spicy, what do they call it? I can't remember what it's called now off the top of my head. Um, sizzling hot. I ate a bunch of the sizzling hot. My mouth was on fire. It was awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's it's not like a novelty thing where they're just trying to Brand their brand their thing, and so it's actually really good. Yeah, jerky. yeah. Like, I've got one package of the uh, Seven Deuce Deuce black pepper beef brisket list. So I got to place an order. Also, though, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. If you guys look for somebody to letter your jersey, do your graphics. Hit those guys up, man. They uh, their email is graphics at bermlords.com. Get a quote. They do great work. They don't have to put as number as many graphics as I had. So don't let Steve and Kiefer give me shit. Scare you away. They do killer, killer work. Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, which I meant to talk to Julian about them. Uh, Jesse Williams at Williams Motor Works does the engines for PM- PRMX. Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricants, Power Band, True Fusion. And again, if we have these these discount codes, especially for like Blood Lubricants and R-Jerky and uh, Race Tech, use those codes and that supports us too. That helps the sponsors. They'll come back next year. They'll continue to give us more money so that we can keep going to these races and doing these shows. Uh, that's it. We're out. Thanks. Thanks.